0: What up, but up, but uh Welcome to episode 66 of the Dunmarks Podcast, your favorite Saturday brunch bunch, the best four-man booth in the business. Back at it again. Gentlemen, how we doing? Living good? Everything's good? Christmas season? Happy? Joyful? Mm-hmm. Jay, you look miserable, <laughs> as usual. Um,
1: it's, it's coming to an end, finally, for us. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah
0: for you guys at the... The rush is past and you guys can can get into your own holiday groove if you choose oh, to. Yeah. Oh, this
1: yeah. is uh, this is my favorite season here. This is when everything's sold out and I get to tell everybody no. Sold out. No. Well, Donald
0: Donald's continuing on his, his path of negativity that he was on last week's show. So I'm glad you carried that over to this week.
2: Jay's This is man, the season to be married. Jay,
0: did you eat, did you eat an edible thirty minutes ago? Like what's going on? You look like
3: I'm adjusting to the light. This light don't come right. on. This us what dressed in the morning. <laughs> right.
0: Like, look at Dracula. This guy, always always sleeping, always in a cave. Like, don't come out in the sun. Artificial light hurts his eyes. Like
3: This room is pitch black, 24-7, 24-8. <laughs> 24-8.
1: He's
3: adding a day on.
1: It's
0: unbelievable. Unbelievable. All right. So,
1: I got a quick question for you guys. Uh, Christmas question. Um, seen a lot of people rip off their like top three, top ten, mood Christmas movies and that stuff. Um, so do you guys consider like Die Hard? Here we go. Uh, Here we go. Gremlins.
0: I just, had, just had this argument. I just had this gremlins argument. Gremlins and my like Friday way. After
1: Next. Do you consider them Christmas movies? Because a lot of people put them as their top Christmas movies.
0: So the Die Hard one is th- this. Will be an argument that will go on forever, and even <laughs> <It will>. though. <laughs> Even though, even though the director has come out and said it is a Christmas movie and everything else, to me, it's like, it's like when people argue with Uno on Twitter about how Uno plays the game, even though they came up with the game. They just don't want to admit what it is. Um, you know, I saw Joy Taylor post this on her social media this week. Um, again, her take that Die Hard is not a Christmas movie. I will forever live on the hill that Die Hard is not a Christmas movie.
1: I'm with yeah, you. So, it's not just because it has a Christmas party and it don't make it a Christmas movie. Don't
0: make it a Christmas movie. Absolutely. <laughs> like, yeah. So I will, I will forever die on that hill. Die Hard is not a Christmas movie. Yeah. You can come at me all you want. You're not going to change my mind. It's not going to matter. I, I it, will never put it in my list of Christmas movies.
1: Yeah. And the same thing with Gremlins. Just because he wanted it and got it for Christmas doesn't make it a Christmas movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
2: But like not not gonna happen. I was actually thinking about this this week after our one got to go last week. Um, is Home Alone really a Christmas movie? Because yeah. it's set in Christmas, but if you took anything out of if you took that movie and put it in any other time, it's still gonna be the same movie. It just happens no, to be
0: set during no, Christmas. It's, no, it's not. It wouldn't have the same. It wouldn't have the same feel to it because she left her
1: kid at home alone at Christmas. And the wet yeah. bandits was hitting up everybody who went on Christmas yeah. vacation. Were, yeah, yeah but couldn't they do that any soul. other time? Like when <laughs> but, it, mad, but when do, it wasn't.
2: <laughs> isn't it just is it just Christmas that people get robbed? <laughs> <laughs>
1: but, but during that people. movie, it was set during that week. Yeah.
0: When, yeah. when do, when do mad
2: people
0: when, when do mad people travel like like what other holiday besides Christmas, maybe Thanksgiving, where people leave their homes and, and travel? like a lot new movie (laughs) idea
2: (laughs) but it's like yeah it's like the i think the movie would still work if it if it was just summer vacation (laughs) no wouldn't because then
0: like he wouldn't be able to hide in the nativity scene when they're chasing him like where's he where's he gonna go Hide stand behind a tree in 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 the church parking lot like that's not gonna work um you know like um
2: that, no, that's the, that's the one scene in the movie that really hit it home for you. No, <laughs> I'm just,
0: I'm just throwing, I'm that's just the throwing one. The Every time
2: you watch Home Alone, that's the scene. Oh, I can't wait for the nativity. All <laughs> <are they laughs> the other at Christmas.
0: He wouldn't be able to set up the Christmas party where where he scares him out. Where the Michael Jordan's going around on the train and and the music's playing. Like wouldn't no, it wouldn't work if it was set in a different time. Now no, are
3: all all the other four set in a uh, Christmas
1: or five now. I forget about three just um, the ones that I saw three i never I, saw i haven't of. seen uh three or four
2: i saw five five yeah is set at christmas and it's okay. awful. um but yeah I two three two I technically set christmas time yeah yeah they go to new york mm-hmm. yeah no that how, home alone would not work if it was
0: not set around christmas time <laughs> You take the whole feel-good message. Well, not feel-good message, but you take the whole message away from the movie. The whole plot's gone if you don't set it around Christmas.
1: Man, it's a- Christmas. You're traveling
0: to Paris for Christmas.
2: <laughs> like that is that, that again, but you it's can go at trip. any other time. <laughs> you could travel to Paris outside of Christmas. <laughs>
0: Joe Pesci poses as a cop that's checking on people's house, checking on people that are leaving for Christmas to make sure that they have their lights set on timers and doors are locked and everything else. Like, it's literally set around Christmas. It's
1: Again,
0: not going to work any around other Christmas. Time. <laughs> it's not going to work any other time.
1: Yeah, so then yeah, that's
2: a Christmas movie. Yeah. That is not a Christmas. <laughs> that is not a Christmas
1: movie. So if that's a Christmas movie, that means any scene. In movie history, that has a Christmas scene in it, it's a Christmas movie
3: to me. Friday after next is a Christmas movie.
0: Uh, it's been a while since I've seen Friday after Dude, next. i have
3: to go back and watch it. Yeah. And the intro is Christmas music, so I'm like, Oh, you got me. The Christmas. intro is Christmas music. It's Christmas. <laughs> so, Christmas
0: music, is, that, that's all it takes for you. <laughs> Sleigh bells ring, jingle. You see a crack Santa.
3: Christmas. <laughs> if Santa makes an appearance, it's the Christmas movie.
1: <laughs> if somebody said "Lethal Weapon," I haven't seen the first "Lethal Weapon" in decades, so I couldn't tell you. Yeah, I
0: saw that one being thrown around on lists too, but I, yeah, with you, I'm, I'm, I don't really remember the first "Lethal mm-hmm.
2: Weapon." Yeah. that much. It's Another one. It's just it's kind of like "Die Hard." It's just set at Christmas time. <laughs>
1: not necessarily christmas movie yeah but yeah just want to throw that out there for you guys because i saw a <laughs> lot of lists that had a lot of these movies on there i was like hold up now
0: <laughs> all right that's good well speaking of speaking of movies um since you brought that up marvel i guess big news came out this week um in regards to black panther 2 wakanda forever um Rumors are, and the belief is, that uh, Latita Wright is done with the MCU um, going back. I guess you could possibly say it's because of vaccine mandates. Um, if you want to go back and, and look at the backstory behind all that, you can. We're not going to get into all that. But um, she got, she was injured on set, took time off, production stopped, and uh, you know, now all this stuff has been swirled around as to whether or not she's going to return the set to finish filming and what they're going to do, how they're going to move forward if she doesn't come back. Um, I know potentially they they have Mbaku son, you know, ready to go to slide into the next, as the next Black Panther. Um, I don't know what goes on here. Um, It's a shame because I think like you know the first black panther was so powerful with the representation of having a black superhero that we haven't seen before and what it did for kids and even adults i mean there were you know grown men and women crying when they saw that movie just because of it the representation on the screen to have a you know a black female in the lead role um is you know a huge representation for little girls out there, you know. What I mean, it's not just all Disney princess movies and that type of stuff, you know what I mean. Um, so I don't know what's gonna happen with this. I hope she comes back. Um, you know, I, I'm I really like her, I like her character. You know, she's a great actress. Um, if you've seen any of her other films that she's done, so I don't know what's gonna happen with it. Um, yeah, we'll see. But I, I saw that this week, and uh, you know. Marvel continues to push back stuff um, surrounding COVID and and everything else. Everything now has been delayed, like, essentially almost three months from when it was supposed to drop. So, you know, Doctor Strange was supposed to drop in February. It's now May, and they just continue to push back stuff. So I don't – who knows when Black Panther 2 is even going to come out now um, with all this going on. So um, there's that. And then the other MCU news that I saw, um, Charlie Cox – is confirmed as daredevil in the mcu um which is huge uh, kevin feige said uh if you were the if you were to see daredevil on upcoming things charlie cox would be the actor playing daredevil where we see that how we see that when we see that all remains to be seen so, you don't know from anywhere he played daredevil on the, oh daredevil, netflix. Daredevil netflix. on netflix yeah okay cool so he will be back as their devil just in the MCU now. Okay.
2: So um, Disney Plus announced this week Eternals is going to land on Disney Plus on January twelfth. So if yes. you yes see it in the theater, it'll be on pretty soon. Good, I can, yeah. I can hold out. With it. Yeah,
0: I thought I brought that up like a couple weeks ago. Did I not bring that up a couple weeks ago when they first announced it? Mm, I, I might remember. have. I don't mm. remember. But yeah, so. I will. I will be watching that whenever it drops on yeah. on
2: Disney Plus. Did Any, you, anything did else? You get a chance to watch Chung Chi yet? Because I didn't watch. Yeah, that I did. Yet.
0: Last weekend, I did.
2: How would you like it?
0: Amazing. I thought it was amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, one of my one of my favorite Marvel movies, and I don't want to say due to recency bias, but I just love the 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 fight choreography, um, the way they shot. The movie the scenes um the imagery just the story itself um yeah i just thought it was it was really dope i want to go back and watch it again just to make sure like it wasn't me just hyping it up watching it because i was looking forward to it so much um but yeah i i absolutely enjoyed it
3: you're getting too too far out for me when you start to bring in dragons and shit am like uh... <laughs> that's just me personally yeah, i mean it's just
0: me. That I mean, you know, you had that whole, you had all that with like Game of Thrones. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like it just, yeah. It, it depends on how much you want to suspend your dis, your you know, your disbelief, um, which which we do with pro wrestling all the time. It's The same thing with movies. So like, yeah. If, I know Donald. The the whole time travel thing for you is a hard no in anything. So it's kind of hard for you to get behind End Game or any of these other movies that come out that involve time travel, just because you don't, you know, you won't. Mm-hmm. Buy into it completely to to get invested fully. So, but no, I thought it was I thought it was one of the better better Marvel movies out. Um,
2: Do you think you have to see it before Spider Man? Um, I would say no. Mm-hmm. I
0: don't think so. You probably want to see it before Doctor Strange too. Okay. Um, it, not a heavy tie in necessarily, but I would I would watch it just just because of little bit in the beginning, and then the post credit scene. Yeah. Um, post credit scene for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the post credit scene for sure. And then mm-hmm. they've already set up um, and and confirmed that there will be a second one. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so I saw that this um, week. Yeah, so that that's all good there. So, but no, that was that was really good. Um, I look forward to it a lot. I hyped it up myself, and and was not let down. So good. yeah.
1: Anything else from you guys, TV wise, entertainment wise? Uh, Just from the Video Game Awards, uh, the Game of the Year winner was uh, It Takes Two. So the kids' co-op game, it it won. Mm -hmm. And it won like three more awards that night, too. So congratulations to them.
0: Nice. Yeah. Um, I've seen nothing but rave reviews for Halo. Um, Same here. Everybody absolutely loves it. I, I don't think I've seen one negative thing yet about it. Um, so I will probably be downloading that this weekend. I have nothing going on tomorrow. Um, No Steeler game on, so it might might be a might be a Halo day for me tomorrow. Um, get on the sticks and and brush off the dust and see what happens.
1: And Halo actually won a Players Choice Award, and that's weird because it just came it, out. It it just came out that same Literally. day. <laughs> <Yeah. When laughs> Players Choice Award. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> No, like, that yeah. advanced copy. I like, yeah, okay. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I saw uh, EA Sports announced that for the first time, women's teams are going to be added to the NHL 22 video game. Mm, so that's yep. pretty interesting.
0: Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. Um, now they, they also use a so
3: softball in- game. And that'd be dope. Softball game? Oh, softball yeah. game will be a yeah,
0: absolutely. Dude, I love, yeah, cool. love, yeah. love that the, the, the women's college softball tournament well, this yeah, year yeah, was amazing. Yeah. I watched every single game of the tournament. I didn't <laughs> I didn't even watch any of the men's baseball college world series, and I normally watch that, but the win this year, but yeah. I was I was all in on that, like
2: for sure. Um women's softball Olympics always watch that. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Yeah, EA also announced that NCAA will be coming summer twenty twenty three, is what they're saying right now, mm-hmm. barring yeah. any any delays or anything like that. Um it will be nice. summer twenty
2: twenty
0: three. Cool. Yep. Uh, anything else? I'm for games. Uh, um, I was debating on whether or not to, to save this for final thoughts, but I got some other things for final thoughts, so I'll just drop it in here now. Um, shout out to Pat McAfee and the Pat McAfee podcast or show, I guess, Pat McAfee show. Um, signed a huge deal with FanDuel this week, um, upwards of around $120 million, I believe. A four-year deal, around $30 million a year. But uh, while all that's good and and congrats to those guys, their show's amazing. They, you know, they average around 40,000 people to watch them during the day on the YouTube, you know, stream show. Um, The big thing that I want to congratulate him on, and he's from Pittsburgh, Plum Native, grew up in Plum. Um, He donated in just day one of his announcement for signing the deal. He donated over six million dollars. Um, of that money to different organizations. Um, he donated $2 million to Plum's youth sports program for the high school, as well as recreational sports in the Plum School District area, um, children's hospitals, brand, domestic violence shelters, a whole bunch of charities, but $6 million donated day one. Um, kudos to him, shout out to him for doing you know great community work. As often pro athletes don't really the recognition for what they do in the community because they tend to do it either anonymous, anonymously or just behind the scenes altogether. together. Um, so kudos to him. Shout out to him and the boys for bringing some smiles to people's faces this holiday season.
2: Good for him. That's awesome. Yeah.
0: So yeah, keep supporting the show because we're trying to get a $120 million bag. Okay. You know, <laughs> <hundred years> <laughs> We'll, th- um,
2: we'll throw some back out to the community.
0: Oh, absolutely. We won't, we won't forget where we came from uh, as well. So, yeah. But, no, kudos to those guys. Um, shout out to them. You know, they worked hard and built it. And, you know, people were calling him nuts for leaving the NFL when he retired because he walked away from – I believe he walked away from, was it, close to $4 million a year? <laughs> um, and he just signed a $120 million deal. So,
2: you know. Let alone whatever else he makes. Yeah. <laughs> right. hmm
0: Right, right, right. So, all right. Um, anything else for the intro?
2: I got some snacks.
0: All right, let's go. Smash or trash? We, we didn't do it last week. Um, let's get back into it, see what we got for the fat kids around holiday season.
2: <laughs> Kit Kats coming out with Kit Kat duos, strawberry and dark chocolate. Smash. Smash. Trash. I don't like dark chocolate. Trolley is coming out with sour bursting crawlers. It's going to be a cherry gummy with pineapple center. Strawberry gummy with grape center, blue raspberry with strawberry center, and a mango with fruit punch center. Smash. Smash. Trash. Don't do anything sour. <laughs> uh popular thing the past couple of years have been uh, hot chocolate bombs. So Duncan's getting involved in that. They're gonna they now have available a original hot chocolate and a mint cho- chocolate hot chocolate bomb. Smash. Oh,
1: smash. Smash.
2: It's been a long time since I had hot chocolate. Oh, smash smash here's a candy I haven't heard about in a long time warheads they're coming out with blue raspberry blizzard cubes smash smash
0: smash the black cherry warheads growing up were number one on my list
2: yeah I agree uh Pillsbury is coming out with a limited edition soft baked cookie so already ma- already baked smash trash so- Is soft bake the best chocolate chip cookie? Was it the Keebler soft bake? Just in
0: general, soft bake chocolate chip cookie. Is that the best cookie?
3: No. Sugar cookie. No. Okay. So just
2: turn just turn it out there. Seems you guys.
0: Close
3: Close number two.
2: Could be a one-gotta go. Uh, Cocoa Pebbles is coming out with a marshmallow Cocoa Pebble, so it'll be, like, chocolate marshmallow inside. Smash. Trash. Trash. Never got into
0: Cocoa Pebbles.
2: Yep. Yeah. Um, a Sam's Club exclusive. Jason, this might be for you. Uh, Like Air Puff Corn, a pancake flavor. Trash. What is it? So, kind of like, uh, the Hollis Popcorn. So, it's called Like Air. So, it's, like, light, and it's all, uh... Pancake flavored,
3: smash Tra- trash. You, trash. You, need,
2: you need, like, you need butter and
0: syrup. Like,
3: it, it just pancake itself is not going to do it. Like, <laughs> like, as much as I hate like the smart pop popcorn and all that stuff, all that hell of shit. When they add the flavors, it's it's all right, manageable.
2: Uh, this is a re-release. Uh, Pillsbury Grands are coming out with a uh, hot cocoa cinnamon roll. Smash. Trash, too trash. much. You know, too much cinnamon rolls
0: are perfect. You don't need to add nothing to it.
2: All right. And two adult beverages uh, Stone Cold announced this week that Steve Austin Broken Skull American Lager is coming out on 316 22. Smash.
0: That will be, we will have that on the drink of the week segment as soon as it is available in yes. Pennsylvania. So we will definitely be reviewing that. If you guys get it before us, depending on where you live, hit us up and let us know how it is. But We will have that on the Drink of the Week segment.
2: Most likely, uh, um, the brewery that makes it, they're based out of, they're they're right by LAX. So probably the LA area will get it first.
3: I got my crystal light ready.
2: (laughs) 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 And last one, uh, Barefoot Wines and Oreo, are announced an Oreo Thins Red Blend Wine. No. Or trash. Trash, <laughs> trash, trash. trash. Well,
0: no, no. Do not. No. 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 That's Red, like putting red wine in, and chocolate like... is
2: just a pair but well together, so... No. 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 Terrible. Terrible, terrible.
0: That's all I got. All right, let's yep. go. Let's get into Bell to Bell. All right, all right. Bell to Bell. Roll to wrestling this week. Um stuff went down uh there's definitely topics to get into i know we were trying to in the group chat send around different ideas for what we wanted to discuss this week um and and how we had stuff broken down based on what we reviewed and saw from each of us this week um let's go back to sunday and let's start with nxt 2.0 war Mm -hmm. games uh did you guys watch the show i did air on peacock um Mm -hmm. watched it watched it live um i will tell you this it, it was definitely in the, the end of an era because the the takeover buzz, the takeover excitement that comes with an NXT pay-per-view was non-existent for me. And it's just the fact that, you know, with all the rebranding and everything else and all that, but, like, just in general, the the card itself – You know the matches, the buzz around it. I didn't get the the takeover energy watching it that I normally get when watching an NXT pay per view. And for me, that's what that was my biggest takeaway from the show was that okay, this is definitely the end of an era, and we'll see where it morphs into next. Would you guys think of the overall feel of the show itself?
2: I agree with what you said. It didn't give off that feel at all that this is an NXT takeover event, which it wasn't, but.
3: You know, it just didn't give out what it used to. But for me, they haven't the had that takeover... in a while. Um, they haven't had that in a while. They just had matches that lived up to yeah. the TakeOver name. I mean, I mean yeah, taking yeah, the crowd yeah. out during the pandemic was
2: didn't help. But I think, you know, there was definitely enough of them. Like the In Your Houses, I was kind of excited for in, in different ones. Like Because it's TakeOver. Because you always know you're going to get a decent card out of it.
0: Yeah, you're gonna get five you're gonna get five bangers straight through. Yeah. Like regardless. That that was the expectation that takeovers built up was that you're gonna get at least four out of five matches that are gonna be really good to excellent that'll overshadow yeah. pretty much anything else that followed it that week in wrestling. Yeah. You know what I mean? And this just didn't have that it didn't have that feel around it. Um don't know if that'll change over time given mm-hmm. what they're doing, but
2: I was yeah, glad I agree. That they did the two rings, but to me, it just felt like War Games doesn't fit 2.0. Like War Games and the color scheme and everything, it just didn't work together. Like I just felt like it was off.
0: <clears throat> Would you guys think of the of the way they set it up and they had the the shark cages up in the a, above the crowd? Um, that had the wrestlers come out down through the down through the fans to get to the ring? I know. Creatively, I thought it was a nice setup given the space and the, the mm. confinements that they were working mm. with. I thought it was I thought that was a good idea to do that instead of just putting it at the top of the entranceway. Um, so you know, I, I felt like it, it worked from that sense, and it was it was different to see you know them come down through the crowd. I, yeah. It almost it almost felt like um, you know what was that WrestleMania four with the tournament mm. in Atlantic City whenever they came down through the crowd. Yeah, at Trump Hotel. Mm-hmm. Like, you, yeah, like that's that's what I kind of flashed back to whenever you saw them coming down
3: through the fans. So, but I, I thought that was it. Thought that was a nice little touch to it. I didn't love, didn't hate it. Just it was different, though. I'll give it that. I enjoyed it, and I know given their fan base, they know they have the regulars. But like, if you put that anywhere else, I'd have been like, no. Given what just happened to Seth and what's happening in the football stadiums every week, I'd have been right. like, you know what, nah, mm-hmm. give us something different. But they know their fan base, so that's true. You see. All right. Um But you, so besides, you didn't enjoy or how many of the matches did you enjoy? Um To me, I I enjoyed four. You could have done without the Cruiserweight.
0: So that and that that one was the weirdest one given everything and all the, the rumor and innuendo surrounding yeah. the cruiserweight title. Mm-hmm. Um I know I know now they, they, they came on Tuesday night and kind of shifted gears on it to where they they've taken the weight limit out of it um so it's not really a cruiserweight title anymore i don't know if they're going to rebrand it as a different title altogether or what since the weight limit's gone um yeah i would. i mean that was probably my my least favorite match i think the men's war games match for me was was my favorite i, I felt yeah. like it lived up to it um the women itself you know I liked the women's war game match. Still don't know, you know, almost seven days later, if, if Cora J was selling or if it was a shoot. Mm -hmm. And I thought that was the best performance of the night was her. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Between that, but from, from the, you know, the move, the anticipation, the moment, like I said, if she was really hurt, kudos to her for, for finishing that match. Um, If it was a work, again kudos to her because she made everybody feel like it was a shoot um but she was definitely the the focus and the star of the match the only problem i had with it was the ending i felt like Dang. it it yeah. kind of just came out of nowhere i understand why she got the pin and how she got the pin but like the build up and setup to the the finish was kind of just flat it just yeah. happened like i wasn't yeah. expecting the match to end when it ended um i didn't see it coming so but no, I, I felt like they, they accomplished their goal. Um, they got her over as the as the next, you know, I don't want to say big star in the women's division, but they, they put her on the path to becoming the next big star based off of that performance.
2: Yeah, I felt like she got the Rio push, the Keith Lee push, you know, like anytime they've done stuff and just like I, I I wasn't expecting her to get the win. So
0: Yeah, no, it was it was it was good. Um yeah, like if I if I'm writing it, you know, how you know, one to five um as a as an overall pay-per-view, I would probably go around a three. Like not not nothing that was bad or horrible, nothing that was outstanding and fantastic. It, I don't think there's anything on that card that I'll go back and rewatch later. Like, oh, let me turn on war games from 2.0 and rewatch this match. Like I don't think I'll do any of that where where other takeovers do you go back in and you do that.
2: You know what I mean with certain matches. Um yeah. for me, yeah, the, war, it, the war games and the tag match were the watchable ones, like the, the hair, hair, and the tag was uh, surprising to me. And that that even felt more like it was two on one than it was a tag match, really.
0: Well, you had you had Imperium, who was a really good freaking tag team. Yeah. I, you know, besides Cora Jade, my MVP trophy would have went to Fabian Eichner on on yeah. War Games night. Like he was one of the biggest standouts. Um Ray Phoenix on the ropes.
3: <laughs>
0: I mean, that was it was shocked. Like and and with that match you had, you know, you had three really good wrestlers and then you had Juan Wagner
2: and who stood there know. most of the time. Yeah. <laughs> um it was Kyle doing his thing with, with Imperium more than a, a tag match.
0: Yeah, I thought the, the quote-unquote turn and, and all that after the match, that was completely botched. I don't know if he yeah. mistimed it or what, but, like, yeah, yeah, I didn't need all that, I guess, to set up the cage match for Tuesday night, you know, in Kyle swan song um, of a match. But, yeah, it, Eichner was definitely the standout there. Imperium is really good as a tag team, like, Absolutely. really freaking good. Um, so, yeah, I, I I wouldn't mind seeing them get bumped up based off of what they can do as a tag team. Because yeah. tag team division on the main roster, as we saw last night on SmackDown, we need some new blood in there. Um. So, yeah. Anything else from, from War Games that caught your guys' eye that you want to get into?
2: No. Covered it from All what I, mean. I saw. All right, cool. <laughs> um.
0: Let's see here. Well, wait, let me jump back real quick before we move on. Chris, you posed this in your your list. You say that NXT 2.0 is becoming, well, you think it's becoming 1995 WWF?
2: That's actually what I, it wasn't necessarily me that pointed that out. I saw a lot of people talk about that on Twitter during war games that, you know, they go, they go, this, all the gimmicks and everything. I think it's more for the gimmicks. And this is a Mm -hmm. question that, subject that we've actually brought up since 2.0 started um, that there's a whole lot of gimmicks and people were saying it reminds them of 1995 WWF. So when we look back on 1995 WWF now, you know, we, you know, we grew up with that. So it's like, it's not necessarily right. that we hated it while it was going on, but we don't look back on it fondly more than anything. Right. Okay. You know, it was kind of that when the attitude era started, Vince came out and the whole, you know, we're tired of insulting your intelligence. And that was kind of part of that era. So if that era is looked back upon not fondly and people don't really like a lot of those characters why are they why
1: is Vince doing it again? New generation. Um, generation who never saw it before.
3: Who doesn't like the characters? We love the characters.
1: Cuz we were growing up with it.
2: But like it was also at that time where it was the characters, you know, I think that's yeah. why a lot of people switched over to WCW too at that time because they got tired of the characters. And they were looking for something else because they were had outgrown it in a way. To Is me because get, they're trying to focus on kids, but NXT's also trying to do that TV 14. So that's not the audience they're trying to get. To but me, that wasn't
3: characters. Because if you want real life, just go to UFC.
0: I agree. I agree with that. I agree with that statement to to a point, Jay, where yes, give me characters, <laughs> but I don't need you to go all the way into the Doink the Clown, Duke
1: the Dumpster Drossy, Repo Man,
0: (laughs) Repo Man, um, you know, Isaac Yankum. Um, you know, the the list goes on and on and on, right? Like don't don't swing the pendulum that far to to the other way. You know what I mean? Like, yes, give me characters, yes, you. You need you need to present a character when you're being introduced. And now that this is strictly developmental, there's there's no third brand anymore, right? NXT is not a third brand. It's it's strictly developmental yeah. to build and groom people. You know, with them apparently the mandate. You know, you're on like a six to eight months watch list, and then after that, we're gonna cut you loose, and you're not gonna hang around for two to four years like people have been in the past, riding out their whole contracts. So if you if you're gonna pump pump out people and put people on TV to see what sticks you know a la let's just throw throw everything against the wall yes you're going to need a character to present to them i think the whole point with the characters now is that besides giving them something to have them go on tv it's just to see what type of i guess you know personality these people have are they able to get a shitty gimmick over like can duke hudson Mm -hmm. really get over being a poker player because if he can then, okay, let's learn more about Duke Hudson and give him something that he can actually do. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. it, Whether it's a, it's right or wrong, or you drew the short end of the stick, and sucks to be you, but if you just throw everybody out as, as themselves with, with no character, then that's not going to work either. So just don't swing the pendulum so far to the right where we're back in that day of throwing the clown and <laughs> duke the dumpster. Like, do I like the Tony D'Angelo character? No, I think it's. I don't. I don't think you need to do that in today's environment. But as far as getting him on TV and seeing if it will connect and what he can do with it to get a feel for him as a mm-hmm. performer, then okay, I understand it. You mm-hmm. know what I mean?
2: So, and I and I hope that they take some of these developmental guys and you. You're talking about the six to eight month time frame. I hope that they, if they see something, maybe they repackage them. Instead of just saying nope, you failed at this. You're gone. Mm-hmm. Because before we got Kane, we had Isaac Yankem and Fake Diesel. Mm-hmm. You know, right. it's just like yeah. sometimes the the gimmick doesn't work with the person, and, right? You know, if it took three tries to get Kane to where he was, you know, some of these guys. Hopefully, they don't like you said. Hopefully, they don't draw the short end of the stick too often.
0: And I think if you look, so if you take if you take the if you take the four new if you take the four new school guys that were in the men's war games match, right? Braun Breaker, Carmelo, Grayson Waller, and um, Tony D'Angelo, right? Out of those four guys, Waller and D'Angelo are more character esque compared to Breaker and Mellow, right? Like to me, Mm -hmm. Breaker and Mellow are more themselves just being Mm -hmm. Breaker and Mellow, where Waller and Tony are being presented more on the character side of things. and I think more people are connecting with Carmelo and Breaker. Yeah. Because they're being more themselves than Tony and Grayson. Now, D'Angelo may be the argument that you can have out of those four as far as connecting goes. And we can have that argument, mm-hmm. but like that that's the that, that's the prime example of characters. To me, Grayson Waller is the most character driven guy the whole i go viral i'm social media guy i do things for clicks you know that whole deal and then braun breaker is the most probably well him and mellow because i think mellow's you know that like cocky cool you know type dude in real (laughs) life too you know what i mean like but if you find a happy medium between those four and present that as a as a character in nxt 2.0 I think they'll be okay. If you go too much further past what Grayson Waller is as a character, then yes, it's going to be 1995 WWF, and it's going to completely turn everybody off.
2: No. And I think it's not the character. Yeah, we don't like the name Braun Breaker, but it's not the character because, like you said, he's more himself, and I think that's connecting with the fans.
1: It's just the name.
2: Yeah, if there's one person in NXT 2.0 that I would say is connecting – it would be him so far.
0: Well, I, uh, I don't. I mean, I would say Mello and Tony D'Angelo. Yeah,
2: but I, a, I, mean, I don't really necessarily put Mello here because he was already on NXT. Mm. To me,
0: to me, Mello is gonna. I know everybody loves Braun and, and Braun Breaker. You know, penciling in is gonna be the guy to take the belt off Champa and usher in the the new era completely when they decide to pull the plug on it. Mm-hmm. But to me, Melo is the guy.
3: Total package. Total mm-hmm. package. Yeah. Five yeah. tool
0: player. Can yeah. wrestle any, can wrestle any style, wrestle any opponent is great on the mic. And when you see him, you just look at him. It's the same thing. Whenever you see Ricky Starks and AEW, like you mm-hmm. just see him and it's just there. You can see it. Mm-hmm. It's on yeah. the screen automatically. It doesn't have to do anything. You just look and you see it, that it's there. Now, whether or not they can build it up and they can, put him on the right path, that's where it falls on creative and storytelling and, and all that to push it along because it is there when you look at him.
2: So this upcoming week, Gun, we have Braunbreaker Breaker versus Roderick Strong for the cruiserweight championship, which is an interesting matchup. <laughs> Do you put the title on Bron Breaker since there's, if there's not going to be weight limits anymore?
0: No, because he's still going after Champa.
2: Mm-hmm. It's like, it just, it's a weird unless, match for me.
0: unless, here. unless,
2: Title Unification.
0: Unless, yeah, unless this is a way that you get rid of the cruiserweight belt. Yeah. You put it on Braun, he goes after but he wins, he's a two belt champ, and he just you just retire the cruiserweight title. Could be. That could be how I could see them getting it off TV yeah. altogether. Mm-hmm. So and I don't know how much longer Roderick Strong has in NXT because he's
2: literally the only one left. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I don't know because I don't. They did that whole thing where he walked away for a little bit from the mm-hmm. dispute era, and it's like, did he sign a new contract in that time or like? Yeah, I haven't heard with that. And it's just
0: haven't heard anything definitive on that. Yeah. Kind of no. thing, so, but that could be a way that you could get the belt off of Roddy have it on Braun and then they can just retire it and put it away and not bring it back for another 15 years. Whenever Vince gets an itch to to bring cruiserweights
2: back. That was all triple H and on Vince. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. Or when Nick Khan wants to bring it back. Yeah, exactly. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so before you right. end off NXT, um, if this really is the end of the era of NXT, <laughs> if you're looking at just from, NXT Developmental, you know, not the original, you know, the, the game show, but NXT Developmental to where it just ended before 2.0. What would you say would be the Mount Rushmore of NXT? We kind of talked last week about WWE Mount Rushmore.
0: Oh, boy.
2: I had a hard, like, once I thought of that, I had a hard time trying to pick four people.
3: I'm going to yeah, put. It. Two. Hmm? Two. You, got, you got two definites? Two definites in the women. This is like we're playing yeah.
2: spade.
0: That's
3: where I had the problem with Jason. It's like it's, there's,
2: there's men and then there's women to factor in. And it's just yeah, like I'm gonna leave people is... off that deserve credit.
0: I yeah. Mean. So then so then split the difference. Don't do don't don't do a complete and not, I know you know we could do a complete, but give me your 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 Mount Rushmore of NXT women and NXT men. To to take the to take the scapegoat route to you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs>
2: All right, so women I'd probably go Paige, Natalia, Sasha Bailey. Sasha Bailey,
1: Oscaria. Yeah. Paige uh, go Steve.
0: No, go ahead. Go
1: ahead. Uh Paige, Sasha, Oscar. Mm, that's tough. Shayna no matter what, I think you're leaving
2: people off.
4: Yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'll go. Now, see, I didn't watch NXT when Paige and Natalia and all that were on NXT. Need okay. So my my introduction to NXT was our evolution when Owens debuted. Mm-hmm. So from then on, that, that's what I know of NXT. I, yes, I've gone back and watched stuff previous to that, but that was my my jumping off point so like okay. Neville's run like all like all that you know tj you know tj wilson like all mm-hmm. all of that I, i'm not i don't have enough of a background to put mm-hmm. any of those people on my mount rushmore so that, that's on me because i'm only going from where i watch till till now mm-hmm. so from where i watch till now for the women i'll go sasha bailey asuka eo Will be my four for the men. Uh boy, Adam Cole, Gargano, Champa. Uh
3: Finn. Okay. Seth Cole. Champa Joe.
1: I'll go
2: go. go. Neville, Finn, Owens, and Cole. Yeah, Neville would be my
0: asterisk because I know how important (sighs) he was to NXT and what his run was. But like I said, (laughs) when I came in, that was the end of Neville's run. Mm -hmm. And that was, you know, Owens turning on Sammy and they were off the gate running with that. So, like.
1: Great period, NXT. (laughs)
0: Yeah.
1: I'll go, um. Neville
0: Finn Cole Gargano. Go. Yeah. All right. Um, it did come out. Gargano is a free agent. He did not reach an agreement. Um, his pro wrestling tea store is up. Um, I he got some really cool merch on pro wrestling teas. Like, I'm not gonna lie. I was I was looking at the shirts that he was he dropped, like those are dope. Um next sale. Yeah, and, and rumors were swirling that, you know, maybe he takes time away and, and actually comes back to the WWE. Um don't know, you know, he hasn't he's been not that he's been cryptic on social media with his stuff, but you know, he's just continued to pound the message of when you bet on yourself, you don't lose. Mm-hmm. Um, so don't know what he's gonna do next. Um where do you think he fits best at? when he comes back
2: to wrestling? It depends where the wrestling world's at then. Like so much can change, especially right now. We got, if ring of honor is like ring of honor now, I think he could be a great fit there. You know, he could pretty much be the star and kind of help with that, but I don't know. He could, he could do new Japan. He could do ring of honor. He could do AEW. I
1: think any of those I, would be a good fit for him. I think for his wrestling ability, I think, um uh... Impact would be perfect for him. AEW's just too packed right now. With, yeah. Especially on the men's side. It's ex- Extremely too much. I have no idea.
0: What, do you think Champa leaves and goes anywhere else? I know he's been very vocal. as like... He's NXT through and through. He's not going anywhere. Didn't want to go up to the main roster, yeah. given his given his age and, and the injuries that he sustained. Um, mm-hmm. Do you see him doing a run anywhere else, if and when he decides to leave NXT, or do you think he'll just go off in the sunset and and
3: call it a call it a career after that? Go off in the sunset, or get like some some like random booking date somewhere? Because if you don't want to travel and you want to runs, Yeah. No. Just see, quick run.
0: I, I can see him transitioning onto the like coach producer side of NXT. Yeah.
2: I'd love that. Yeah, yeah, if he if that's something that he wants to do, I think that would be a great fit for him. You know, to stay in NXT, build up the next generation. If he still has the itch and needs to wrestle, I'd see where see where his friends are at where he thinks fits best. If he has a plan that he wants to wrestle one more big match or something. I
0: don't know. All right, let's uh, jump in here. Um, Main roster, WWE talk this week. Hits, misses, anything catch your eye? Do you you feel like they're dropping the ball on some things? I will say this. um, Can I get a buddy cop movie with Brock Lesnar and Sami Zayn? Like, those two are tremendous together. The and past WWE film, you know how bad that would be. I know, but like, you like <laughs> just the I and and here's the here's the deal with Brock, right? If Brock likes you, Brock will go to the ends of the earth to get you over. Right? That's very true.
1: That is true. It's
0: it's been said by by wrestlers, mm-hmm. you know, that have done interviews, and you can see it on screen when Brock likes you, the the lengths that he'll go to. You saw it, you saw it with Keith Lee in the Royal Rumble. You, you've seen it from time and time again, Brock. And this is just me saying it, just based off of the interactions from the past two weeks and what they've done. To me, mm-hmm. Brock likes Sammy, yeah, and he is doing a tremendous job with Sammy Zayn right now. Like this is the most character work we've seen out of Brock since mm-hmm. he's come back. You know, when he first returned against Cena, mm-hmm. what seven, eight years ago? Like this yeah. is this is tremendous
2: what he's doing right now. Other than boombox, Brock, yeah.
3: Did I, did I care for the moose talk? No, but you're giving me Brock actually talking for what? Yeah. Uh, five, 10 minutes, two, two, two uh, weeks in a row. Something you rarely see. I'll take it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. The whole, you know, the overalls, the presentation, like it's just everything that he's doing right now. Sammy is perfect fodder for him. Hmm. Like, I didn't think it would come off, but after like last week I thought they hit a home run and then yeah. this week again, like they're two for two and it's just tremendous. My only worry is is that because they're so good and they're so opposites that WWE will put them in the tag team and put the belts on them.
1: <laughs> <laughs> RK Bullish.
0: <laughs> so but I thought with Roman not being on the show last night, I, I thought they did a great job of using Brock in the spots that they did and have him, you know,
3: feathered in throughout the night with stuff. Um, I just wanted to see some wrestling last night. There was just a whole lot of Mm
4: -hmm.
0: extra shit. (laughs) And we saw that with Dynamite two weeks ago, right? We said the the, the beginning and the end was great wrestling, but everything else was just Mm. a whole bunch of stuff filled in that was just (laughs) <laughs> jumbled together and, and everything else so like yeah i i mean i didn't need rk bro on the show last night like why what are were you they doing on the show to pop a rating and to have this this whole uh who's the best tag team in wwe and and new day's the best tag team of all time and did it like See? what's it going What where is it going where is it going are you gonna have a triple threat again at day one for for each title like and you have a unification of the tag team votes like where is this going and why are they even on the show
3: it didn't fit just because it's if you would have gave me another legitimate tag team do they have
0: another another legitimate tag team
3: no not like besides those three on either show that you would put on that level no
0: that's a problem whenever you're only three deep
3: I mean every show
2: has that yeah, but two, but two divisions technically, because you have two sets of titles. You only have three tag teams.
0: I mean, I don't know if every well, I don't know if every show has that because like Impact's roster is not as not as deep as WWE mm-hmm. and AEW. So, are they going to be more like one or two teams heavy? Probably. AEW but...
3: you got you got the Bucks and you got uh, Lucha Bros. Who else you got? FTR. Yeah, FTR. FTR. That's you got, right. pride, you got Jungle, pride and power. You, you, oh, yeah. you can't put them in there because they're using them as nothing.
1: You can't put nobody else in that list. You're crazy. Jungle Boy or Lutrasaur? You put them in that list.
2: Bombs, crazy. They've, been a, they've been in the chase. Their books is bombs.
3: Your books is bombs. You're
4: great. <laughs> Here
3: we go. You know what you're doing? You're waiting for the turn. Get them out of the list. I mean, I'll... <laughs> Definitely hey, you can't AEW, put uh, private party, but you can put a- I think you can put
2: pride and powerful.
0: Yeah, AEW has AEW has three or four teams waiting to get yeah. put into the turn. WWE has none. So to me, that's Los because you have teams. Los they, they, they broke their undefeated streak last night to Nakamura and Boogs for no reason. You hyped up that they're undefeated, and you have them lose in a three-minute match. Who was can't that? <laughs>
3: Who's, what? who's, who's, who's the team that lost? Angel and Hunter? Uh, uh, Umberto. Uh, okay.
0: Los Lotharios, the handsome ones. Trans- Chris, Chris Davis Umberto. <laughs> Wouldn't
2: know the guy if we didn't get the picture taken with him. <laughs> 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 Go get a picture of Lux and Bliss. Yeah, let's give you Umberto first so you know who he is. <laughs>
0: And look how far he's come.
3: Alexa, how <laughs> far Alexa
0: has the five by seven, and Berto got a four by six. It the wallet. Yeah, the wallet. Yeah, it doesn't work out. Um, <laughs> see, I don't. I know what what Santana and Ortiz are as a tag team and what they can do. Now, what I what I hope I'm getting with Santana and Ortiz is what I saw. On Wednesday night with Kingston and the interaction with with Garcia and 2.0 and Ortiz there, and they beat him down. Like, give me, and I've been, and I called for it as soon as Kingston came in to AEW. Give me LAX. They don't got to be called LAX. Give me LAX. Give me Kingston, Santana, Ortiz because they're running impact with them three together. And that was when Kingston was strictly on the mic, they didn't even wrestle. Like, give me that. Get him out of the inner circle. Jericho's having, you know, he was hospitalized this week um, for the reasons weren't even known. They just said some health, non-COVID related
2: issue um, on his European concert Fozzie tour. He released um, a statement. He said everything's he's okay. The doctors just kept him overnight for observation. So.
0: You got you got Sammy with the with the TNT title like. You can always come back to inner circle, right? Mm-hmm. You can always come back home, right? We saw, you saw the Shield reunions. You saw, you saw Evolution come back. Like you, you can come back to the original group, right? Give me Kingston Santana Ortiz and let them go.
2: And we see this with the Pinnacle right now, pinnacle where FDR is kind of doing stuff on the side, you know. So you can do it.
0: They're hired hitmen right now. So like, yeah, like, give me that because, to me, last night was the finale. Of FTR and Lucha Bros, they, I think they'll, they'll go their separate ways now. They had their they had their three matches. Um, I think they had more than three. Four, four. <laughs> four so in this in this series, in this series, because yeah. <laughs> you had, and I think it got bumped out another week because Phoenix with the travel delays last yeah. week couldn't
2: couldn't get here. Yeah, because they had Paco um, one instead. Oh, yeah, that right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So,
0: but you can, you have FTR that looks like they're gonna move on the Darby and Sting and and rerun that back in Greensboro, which makes sense because... You're talking talking about rematches? Cash and... Am I talking about rematches? You're talking about rematches? It's not every week that they're doing rematches. (laughs) (laughs) I know where you're going with that. I'm going to shut that down right now. Ding, ding. (laughs) Ding, ding, ding. It's not every week. <laughs> Not every week, um, but yeah, no. You can ha- you have FTR move on, um, and then you you can. I know the Lucha or the uh, Jurassic Express are set up as the number one tag team now, but to me, the the money and the the big draw is Santana and Ortiz versus the Lucha Bros. Their their matches and Impact mm-hmm. were arguably some of the best tag team matches. Out.
2: Period. Would they have like so, a? They had a lot of match. I think at Slamiversary a few years ago. Yeah, where Not Phoenix really
0: almost did. died. Yeah. like literally, like he did a flip outside of the ring in the way he landed on the back of his neck on the ramp. Like I don't know how. Yeah, that's he's whenever still they were in like the nightclub and... setting, so they didn't have a whole lot of room. in air. Yeah. But no, give like give me that and give me them with Kingston. Like, I'm all in on it. So I, to me, proud. I'm biased because. Santana and Ortiz, I you know, I put them up there with FTR as my personal favorite tag teams. Like, so and yeah, have they been underutilized since they've been in AEW? Absolutely. Do I think they've they're long overdue for getting a title run? Absolutely. Are you they the ones they to take do. it off of Lucha Bros? Absolutely. So yeah, give me that. But but it didn't mean to go sideways into AEW talk while we're talking about <laughs> WWE tag teams, but the division is definitely longing for talent to say the least. I mean, you have the Viking Raiders in the backstage man. you know, backstage segment googly, googly eyes over the, the extra large crown that Xavier Woods had made for his head.
2: Don't need it. There's a legitimate a tag team Ray, there. Ray yeah. over a crown for.
0: There's a legitimate tag team there. If I'm the Viking Raiders, if I'm War Machine, get me out and let me go back to New Japan. Yes. You've done nothing with me. You've made me a joke since we've been called up. When they signed with NXT, they were arguably the hottest tag team in the business. And now they're a complete afterthought. Nobody even thinks of them anymore. They had a good because run. Of how had, oh, good.
2: I I don't know if I'll say definitely good, but they had a decent run in NXT, and yeah, oh, they were like they were that. over.
0: But yeah, you had them come in with all that steam, and then you just yeah. completely dumped five gallon bucket of water on them and, and cooled them off to the point where nobody even thinks about them. So, but yeah, well, main roster wise, like, uh, so what I wanted to talk about main roster wise. They didn't didn't necessarily happen on either show this week. The dark match last night after SmackDown. You had Sasha, Bianca, Becky, and Charlotte. And the dark match last night after it went off the air. Four way or tag? Um, I believe it was a I believe it was a tag. was it a tag? I can't remember. Um Charlotte and Becky continued their feud as soon as the bell ring, they just went in on each other um i don't know you know yes it's a dark match so you can do different things with dark matches like you know if you would have had rk bro come out for the dark match with with the usos and new day that's fine like i get it you know what i mean it's a dark match you got people there um I don't know where it goes because typically dark matches are used for what to test the waters to see the mm. reaction for what mm. you want to build up in the future, right? That's what you use dark matches and live events for. Um, so I don't know where this goes, what this means.
3: Like are you waiting are for that thing? Bailey replacement.
0: They're they are longing for Bailey to come. Yes, back. they are. Yeah. And I don't know which show she's gonna be put on, but like because right now, the women's division on both shows is super thin. Um, you know, Dewdrop and Bianca had a tremendous match this week. Um, mm. Mark Henry, if you haven't heard, go back, go to the Busted Open podcast, listen to yesterday's show with Mark Henry talk about Dewdrop. He gives about a three to four minute breakdown about mm. how they've completely ruined You He basically said Dewdrop is bullshit, not Piper Nevin. Mm-hmm. name, Dewdrop is bullshit, and they never should have put it on her. He's like, she's Piper Nevin. She's different. She can wrestle. She can go. Like, why do you bring her up and saddle her with that when it failed, and yet you continue to do it?
2: It's it failed with Eva sometime Marie. Sometimes you got to rise above it. We it about failed with when Eva got Marie. It,
0: didn't, it didn't work. It didn't no. do what you wanted it to do. Eva's released. She's gone. So why not pull Dewdrop off TV and bring her back and let her be Piper Nevin?
3: Because the character's turned.
0: Turned in what way though?
3: She's probably moving towards Piper Nevin, just not the name Piper Nevin.
0: But the whole but like his whole thing is is why do you have to saddle her with the with the job name? It's just the name. It's Vince. It's what he does. But the name hurts the character. Like think about where she would be at if she just Came on as Piper Nevin and she stayed Piper Nevin to now with the time that she's done. The name doesn't hurt the character. And, uh, th- so, Red Rooster didn't hurt Terry Taylor. The name absolutely <laughs> hurts the character. What are you talking about?
3: Nah, when you came there out, was with nothing me. Terry what?
0: Taylor could have done to got Red Rooster over, just like there's nothing <laughs> Piper Nevin can do to get Dewdrop over. It's now that, now that even
2: Marie's gone, it's time to drop it because there's no point. If even she was safe, she could have got Dewdrop over.
0: No, you're not going to get 70,000 people at WrestleMania chanting Dewdrop. Yeah, you never know. Johnny Mundo tried getting moist over for six months. It didn't work. It's not going to work with Dewdrop. Stay hey, away from names that re- revolve around water.
3: He got it over. You enjoyed it. No, I didn't.
0: Okay. I don't walk around my house saying that's moist. No, well, I mean, I mean, moist. nobody says
3: moist. <laughs> Johnny John Morrison does a lot, (laughs)
0: uh. But yeah, go back and listen to that. Like to me, that 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 summer, his his little, I'll call it a soliloquy because it was just him talking by himself for four minutes Mm. about it. Um, but that's where, and we we touched on it earlier in this segment with with the with the characters like NXT 2.0. Like you don't. You don't need to do that in today's wrestling. Yeah. Like it don't gotta be that far to where it's two drop. Like what out care. of every single name you could come up with,
3: nothing's wrong with it. That's where you drop. settled on. Nothing's everything's wrong. wrong with drop.
0: Drop. Nothing's
2: everything's <laughs> wrong with it.
3: <laughs> nothing's wrong with two-drop. If I have a kid, I'm naming it drop. That's on market. Market <laughs> your nickname, Dewdrop. <laughs> for the long haul down there
0: (laughs) (laughs) so yeah but dark match last night don't know what's going to happen with it if it was just a one-off because um you know maybe they they advertised it locally so they could get more fans into the into the arena i don't know because they're they can't draw a crowd for shit nowadays we talked about that dynamite was double the size of what raw was in the same arena a week later um We'll see if if anything comes about it on screen wise, but I just thought it was interesting that that you know kind of a la uh, harken back to the the four horsewomen, yeah, back in NXT. So one in doubt, go back to it. All right. Anything else, man? Roster wise? No. Dynamite this week. Um, I thought it was a I thought it was a good show. I didn't watch the first hour live. Um, I was doing some stuff. So I I caught the first hour on DVR after the show went off the air, um, not like not like tremendously high show, not a low show. Like I just thought it was a it was a good good show. Nothing to really rant and rave about. I like the swerve in the beginning of the show by Punk playing MJS music.
1: Um, and more mind games. I mean that's fitting yeah. into the that's fitting into their story. So
0: fitting it, fitting into the story. Yeah. Um, you know, left a lot of material out there for MJF to come back with next week on the microphone if they chose to do that, because Punk basically went for nothing but low hanging fruit the entire promo that he gave. Uh, you know, bashing on the islanders and everything else. So um MJF can fire back on that, but he didn't you know, even I thought need it was, to do yeah, that because he was games. in
2: the booze even before he touched on, on the local stuff. Right, <laughs> right. Um Rampage last
0: night. I thought it was a really good hour. Yeah. Um to me the standout, as you can see, hook gonna hook. I thought the debut was perfect.
2: Yeah. Fuego did um, a great job putting him Fue- over.
0: Fuego did an excellent job. And it, I like I like the subtle little things that he did in the ring without saying a saying a word that mm-hmm. like makes you understand the character more. So like hey, when he comes in the ring and they're going through the going through the announcing of you know the competitors, he has his back towards back towards them, you know. Like I don't respect you enough to turn around and look at you while your name's being announced. Uh, him walking down the referee, you know, intimidation. Like he, you know, I know Taz is his dad and Taz was on commentary putting over like his actual athletic background and everything else, but like it's legit, you know, um, judo and that. Hold on. This is live
2: on air.
1: Hello. <laughs>
2: Hello. It's gotta be the wife. Yes.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> you took first and third. Ah. <clears throat> what throat>
2: team were you on? Talking about dad putting All over right, their kids. Nice. Mm-hmm. Right, nice. Perfect segue. But <laughs> so wait,
0: are you done now? <laughs> okay all right um let me let me see if uh let me see if mommy's here to run down and get you all right all right well,
2: scripted you were just talking about <laughs> know, just kidding. there you go
0: yeah yeah Look at that. perfect timing um so that just happened live on air no my, my son for ROTC they had a, a dodgeball tournament at the high school today and it was for our other schools to come in it was like a a tournament for rotc members uh he's part of the air force rotc and they um both west mifflin's teams they or both both of the teams they took his team took first place overall and the other team that they had in it finished in third so nice he's uh, he's all excited right now so good friend wait a
3: minute dodgeball's
0: back (laughs) yes dodgeball's back all right so, so I Paul's need to enlist
2: in the military. Yeah.
0: Yeah. It is. Well, yes. yeah, enlist in the military. Military, yeah. So,
4: yeah.
0: yeah. Um, drop me out for a sec
3: because I need to. Okay. A- <laughs> <laughs> Anything <sighs> else? on AEW yeah. catch your eye? Well, let's see. Come back and
2: talk about Hulk, but <laughs> uh, I enjoyed the tag match last night. Yeah. Um what was the main event we saw? anybody else watch Rampage?
4: No,
2: no. <laughs> <laughs> you can talk about it. I'll listen. Memories just shit, So, <laughs> 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 oh, it was Cole and I. Uh, Wheeler Yuda. Okay. So I thought that was a good match too. Mm-hmm. You know. Uh, we know who won. Young that. enough, you know,
1: learned some stuff with Cole. <laughs> but it seems like- just willer just nothing but the 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 job it out. He best is. friend. <laughs> That's all it is. Definitely, you know you had, um, you had them
2: after the match. Cole won. No, no surprise there. Mm-hmm. But then they just continued. Elite, super elite versus best friends afterwards. So who's you know? the better best friends
1: storyline? Maybe. <sighs> it's just them from the super elite. Jumping from Jurassic Express now, it's super elite. Jumping into the best friends, mm-hmm. it's just like enough, enough. Like, I'm gonna see Cole do something by himself. Yeah, he okay. is with
0: Orange Cassidy. I'm you sure we'll get,
1: get the co- it's, it's but Col- I think it's, it's gonna lead versus, to
0: a bigger
2: match.
0: Cole Cassidy is where they're gonna go. Uh, whether you drag that out to Revolution, which they had tickets go on, they announced when tickets go on sale, but. Did they announce the date? I know it's in Orlando.
2: Um, I think Sunday, March sixth. Okay. So, yeah, I wasn't really happy about a Sunday pay per view. I, I like AEW on Saturdays. Man, you're dragging that off the Revolution.
1: I don't know you I'm,
2: might I'm, get that at the T. You might get that. Uh, battle of all the belts, but I don't know if that would necessarily. I don't, work I don't know. Better.
0: I'm I'm yeah. just saying with the because of the amount of people involved, mm-hmm. you're, you're, you know what I mean? Stable versus stable. You can't. You can. Run different variations. It, not that I'm gonna like it or do, dislike it. Like, it have yes. to see it play out because yeah. we've seen WWE do it to where, by the time they get to the payoff, it just completely <laughs> is pointless and doesn't matter. Um, I do have so one you thing. could potentially see that, but I, uh, you know, who knows where will they'll be at by then? You know, uh, back on. Got to see. No, I was just gonna say they they not that. So AEW feels like they rush a lot of things. And I know you have these quarter, like they have the the quarterly pay-per-views, quote unquote, even though there's some, there's more time than four months in between certain pay-per-views. Um, but like, like the whole, like Brian and Hangman, like you're doing it. And granted it's a TNT special. Like they're setting those up for next year. So people know to tune into them. Cause they're going to be basically a pay-per-view on TV. But like, give me give me a story that I can invest myself in to go from, you know, the 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 Wednesday after Revolution and through Double or Nothing. Like that's why I think AEW has to take the next step. Don't just Mm -hmm. don't just rush the dream matches or don't just rush the 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 big matches because people are on the internet clamoring for it and want it like. Give me the storylines. It doesn't have to be with everything, but give me a couple. Give me two to three that I can, like, that'll carry through to a pay-per-view to where I'm excited for those payoffs on the pay-per-view. Because when you look at the last couple of pay-per-views, yes, they've been really good. But has has the stories built into the pay-per-view? Yeah.
2: Yeah. I'm hoping in 2022 they get rid of all these special dynamites and just focus on quarterly pay-per-views and quarterly events on TNT. And that's it. Don't give me anything else in between those because yeah. they, they're doing way too much of that. And cause like we have, they're, they're hyping up Christmas day rampage. Um, so that's something they're booking. Then they're doing new year smash. Well, Christmas, um, the week.
0: Christmas day rampage. That's, that's, that's going to be filmed, you know, obviously, yeah, be be but,
2: um, but yeah, they, they but they said they want to hype that up to be something that people want to tune in on for Christmas Day. So well,
0: I mean when you look at the numbers they did for the the you know the the Thanksgiving dynamite, like when you factor in all the, the D V R numbers and everything else, like that was one of their
2: most watched shows. Yeah. So, so we got winners like, coming this week, then we got Christmas Day Rampage, then we got New Year's Smash the following week, and then we get TBS debut and Battle of the Belts. That's a lot in a month time frame. Hey, Bob. So we'll see. Let let I mean keep
0: check mark this, mark this down. And then once once all that completes, then that's where we can do a recap and, and go with either yes, it worked, no, it didn't, why and why not? Because okay. we talk about WWE all the time going month to month. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, four to six week period where they just hot shot everything because it's a short turnaround time and how much that hurts the product. Let's see now with AEW doing this basically six week blow off with all these different events. Let's see if it works. Because I don't think it'll be where I think it'll be too much. In a short period of time. Yeah. Like with WWE where it's just. A whole lot of shit thrown and it does none of it really works. So we'll see if there's positives or negatives from it. But it's definitely it'll be like their first true case study in the scene. Okay, we have a, a tight window here. What are we gonna do with it? They're gonna give us everything under the sun. So is it gonna work or not?
2: Yeah, if they if they take eight events and build up to those ev- eight events only and try to tell us stories in between on rampage and dynamite i think they'll be okay that'll it'll be like in the very beginning what they were doing and that worked and and this this separation which AEW has
0: has done the they they drew they draw the the delineation that after december 31st it's a it's a new season yeah like nothing you know records are a waste feuds are done we're moving on we're doing different stuff so like now we're we're gonna get this crossover period where you're having all these events that transition from the end of your season into mm-hmm. the beginning of your new season. Yeah. And how is that gonna work? Is this what your is this the template you're gonna use moving forward? You know, to blow off the season and end it big, and then you start hot and heavy in the beginning of the year again. Like, to me, this is this is a test run for how they're gonna move going forward. I agree with you, Chris. I think they'll be better off if they build to the eight events overall. And do your your four big pay per views and your your four quarterly specials on TNT and build yeah. towards those with storylines and matches, um, but we know Tony Khan likes. Bully Ray brought this up, and this is I think this is a really good, a really good um, explanation as to why you you see the shows booked they the way they are with AEW. Um, if you if you. No Tony Khan at all, or see Tony Khan at all. You know that he's a very busy man that doesn't sit and doesn't set up. like he's constantly moving. He's constantly busy. He's constantly high energy. Right? He has, you know, the Jaguars. He has AEW. He has Fulham Soccer Club. Um, not to mention whatever other ventures are going on. Like the man is constantly busy, full of energy, on the go, doing stuff nonstop, bam, 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 bam. You can see that in the booking of his show, right? Because AEW is just constantly in your face, bam, 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 right? When do you really, like, how often do you watch Dynamite and you get a chance to breathe and let something
3: sit in? Like, it's rare, right? Go ahead, Jay. Is it, so they're giving you so much are you missing the moments so are, that, are you forgetting yes. the moments that's the
0: that's that's where i think this this is going to show not what's right and what's wrong mm-hmm. because that can always be debated but like you said do you want the moments or do you want the matches mm-hmm. wwe for the longest time says what we create moments
3: but I feel like the I feel like they're having the moments, but all those moments are just getting forgotten by the next moment. But Going because you're, you're putting too much together. And you're, if you look
0: at if you look at AEW through the course of the year, and, and we can this will be a good topic to kind of wrap up our year-end show when we when we go into discussions with it. But like Thunder Rosa and Britt Baker from the St. Patrick's Day show, that was that was a moment for AEW this year, right? Like yeah. that—that's one of the standout moments for them. That moment has has stood the test of the year for them, in my opinion, because it was just that moment, right? Mm-hmm. You haven't seen Thunder Rosa and Burt Baker a touch since then. You had a little bit in the tag team match, but like that stood there. That settled the the night, the matches, the blood, like everything, like that is there. I get like, that's a moment, right. Mm. Where you have Danielson and Omega. And yeah, that's another moment because of the dream match and how great the match was. And it was a timely withdraw. draw, but then you have right after that, you follow that up. You have, you know, Danielson and Minoru Suzuki. You have Daniel, you know what I mean? Like you're getting, mm. and it could just be because of how on fire Danielson is hitting right now. Mm. But like, that doesn't stick out as much as say Britain thunderosa because mm-hmm. you were fall much. You're, all missing. This You're forgetting. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, it'll, it, it'll be interesting to see how it plays out. Like, you know, will there be moments? Absolutely. How, mm-hmm. how memorable will those moments be? That'll, that'll play out over the course of six to eight months. Like, you know, the Bianca, Sasha face off at mania to me is a moment. And it, and, but if you look back, like, they haven't done anything since then with them too. Mm-hmm. Really, right? So that moment hasn't soured mm-hmm. because you haven't gotten a whole lot with them too since then. It's kind of the same same thing I said with, you know, Thunder and Brit. Like mm-hmm. to me it stands out more as a moment because you had that it stood there, it's encapsulated in time and you haven't ruined it by doing nine other things on top of it. Mm-hmm. All right. Anything else? I know I got interrupted okay. by my hook by, by my hook take, but I just thought as a debut um, presentation, theme music, all that. But like, he's a le- le- legit athlete. You know, if you if you don't know, go Google actual hook. Like he is. is a he a street fighter cool.
3: from the owl of. Uh... The no, of he's not. That island. No, he's not. <laughs> he's not. That's the difference. Even the fool get it with the boots. <laughs>
0: That's the difference. <laughs> but no, I mean the man And I
2: don't want to see hook every week. Give just let him let right. him. Just, just yeah, have your send,
0: send hook, send hook whenever you need to send hook. Yeah, keep it, keep it fresh, keep it special because the man got over by holding a bag of chips. <laughs> Literally, got over by holding a bag of chips. So that crowd was hot for him last night. Um, like I said, Fuego was fantastic. Yeah, um, did a hell of a job putting a shine on him. Um, I don't think
2: anybody could have done a better job uh, to put no, Hulk over in his first yeah. match than Fuego last night.
0: Right. All right. Um, Before we wrap up, bell to bell, I think obviously we need to get into ROH final battle tonight. Um, The end of an era. They are now calling it. Um, We talked about Mount Rushmore's of NXT. Um, Do you? Who's your Mount Rushmore of ROH?
2: Ooh.
1: There's a lot of eras that I missed in ROH too. Yeah, I haven't watched Um, much ROH, so I couldn't even say. mm For me, I i go Joe,
0: I go Nigel McGuinness. I'll probably put Jay Lethal in there. Jay Briscoe had a long run, as well as tag team, everything he's done. Um Danielson Punk. Like I that's that's a tough one to call, but you know, and wrestlers have said this themselves like ROH is responsible for the stars of today like without ROH you, you don't have your Seth Rollins you don't have you know CM Punk's. you don't have Brian Danielson's like you don't Samoa Joe's Kevin Steen's Kevin Owens like you you don't they are they are something that should have been bigger than what they turned out to be
2: I think you wouldn't have Ring of Honor being talked about today if it wasn't necessarily for Brian Dan, uh, McGinnis, Punk and Joe. You know, they they put Ring of Honor on the map really? Maybe that that might be what my Mount Rushmore would be. I know it's you know kind of the early era of Ring of Honor, but
0: for me you know. I yeah, I think I think Joe would be Joe would probably be my my number one on night on that Mount Rushmore for for ROH.
3: See, my only noodles would be lethal, and uh, Briscoes would be one slot.
0: Briscoes, I would put Briscoes. I would put on my Mount Rushmore because they've been there the entire time, mm-hmm. and and what they've done as a tag team, and also what they've done singles wise, Jay more than Mark. But I, I, Briscoes would definitely be on my Mount Rushmore. That would probably be my fourth. I'd probably go, probably go Joe, Nigel. Punk Danielson Punk Danielson and Lethal would play the the three spot for me, any one of those and then the Briscoes would be my my fourth on the Mount
2: Rushmore ROH and we we talked about this, like the Briscoes for me never did much, like for me to entertain, but Mm. I think they are almost the heart and soul of Ring of Honor, you know, for as long as they've been there and the dedication they've put into that brand, Mm -hmm. you know like there's nothing that they would do for, they for were there day time.
0: one. They were there day one and they're gonna finish up tonight. Yeah. Um Yeah, I, I'm a huge fan of the Briscoe's. Like I can yeah. give me them an FTR. They've already started the Twitter beef. Um <laughs> I'm all in for it when it happens. Can't wait.
3: I'll put Salas up there too.
1: I thought you hate that man. No,
3: it's you guys. I hate that man. That's <laughs> what <laughs> I there because you hate them. trying to <laughs> get a reaction.
1: <laughs> you got one, but that's what that was. The Jays will a <laughs> cheeseburger up there. <laughs> so yeah, so we'll get
0: we'll get. uh What about streamer guy? We're gonna throw a streamer guy up there. Oh <laughs> no!
2: Let's hope he goes away. If, if if Ring of Honor comes back, let's hope he goes away.
0: So we we get final battle tonight. Um, after that, Rh will go away. Um, all all intentions as of right now is that they will return in April, um, with a revamped, re you know, new look. We'll see what happens. It's probably going to be talent on you know on like a per shot basis, um, for however long they they're doing TV or whatever. However, it's going to look if they if they even do TV, um. So yeah, I don't we'll we'll see what happens,
2: but do we do we have the
0: card for tonight?
2: I'll just read it off here. Um so the, it's an 11 match card. Wow. So, yeah. So right now the pre-show is just a 10 man tag match, but they don't have anybody announced for that yet. So okay. Um we do we do know the kind of the big match that was made earlier uh Jay Lethal versus Jonathan Gresham. Yep. So not sure. It doesn't have it advertised as a title match yet, but on the pre-show tonight, they'll discuss what the title situation. So we'll see what happens.
0: Yeah, and that came out of if you guys are living under a rock this week, but that came out of the the fact that Bandito, the ROH world champion, tested positive for COVID. So obviously he can't be at the event tonight. Um to me that encapsulate encapsulates ROH. Your final battle, your champion comes down with COVID and can't be there. You missed like, him what, what, what could reason. have been? Mm-hmm. what what could have been right like that's that's the story with ROH what could have been what could have been if they signed the yeah. Young Bucks Cody Kenny like if they signed all those guys what could have been if they added their name to All Out presented by Cody and the Bucks and Ring of Honor what could have been if you encapsulated the momentum that you had with selling out uh, Madison Square Garden with New Japan what could have been you know what could have been if Sinclair actually pumped money into it Um, and whenever they were the true number two behind wwe like it's the story of what could have been you know and that just to me that summarizes ring of honor right there what could have been so yeah lethal and gresham i think those two are are a a great pairing to quote unquote end of an era um they they've definitely you know lethal the you know has was in ROH as long as just about anybody um and carried that company for a really long time. He was the guy for a while. Um and Gresham to me, he can write his ticket and go anywhere he wants. Yeah. I I, I might pick Jonathan Gresham as my my breakout star for twenty twenty two if we're gonna if we're gonna do that, you know, beginning in a new year, kind of set up some predictions for the year in wrestling, which I think we might tackle. Um, as a topic on the show to, to start off the new year, um, I would put Gresham in there as, as a breakout star in 2022 because the man is an absolute animal in the ring. And if you love pro wrestling, you are a Jonathan Gresham fan.
2: What do you do with the titles with Ring of Honor? Like, so do you think you just strip everybody after tonight and then start afresh for the new? Because if you're releasing everybody – you know
0: yeah no you don't yeah you don't you don't keep titles on anybody. those are those are done those are etched in stone um it it is they will go down as the last ring of honor quote-unquote tag team champion you know whatever champ like that'll that'll be the last name in the in the record books and then the new version we'll see what it is and how they present it and what it's going to be like Um, you'll start with new titles altogether. I I would if I if I'm them I come back brand new okay. I come back with new design new look the whole nine yards
2: yeah. new presentation
0: I do it all new.
2: So for the to have
0: that, to have that separation.
2: Okay. Yeah. For Ring of Honor Women's Championship uh, champion Roxy versus uh, Willow Nightingale I don't know either of these two.
0: Roxy mm-hmm. is twenty years old and I again with same with Jonathan Gresham could be a breakout star in twenty twenty two. She is, she is that good. Um, it just sucks that her like it's ending the way that it's ended because she just got it and they were just building yeah. up the women's division over the last six months. Um, and that you know, tournament took the, up
2: a good chunk of the time,
0: right? They had the women's tournament. Maria Kanellis was out there headlining it and and working on it and building up the division and all that in the Ring of Honor. So yeah, it, it sucks that it does. Once Ring of Honor finally got the women's division to a place where. It was going to be, you know, prevalent on the card. Um, but, yeah, Ro- Roxy is definitely somebody to to
2: keep an eye on and march out for. Hey, MLW is trying to do a women's division. Oh, could be a place. Yep. Uh, Ring of Honor World Television Championship. Dalton Castle is the champ versus Rhett Titus versus your boy Jason Silas Young versus <laughs> Joe Hendry. <laughs> for what, the TV? Yep. Yeah.
0: Show oh, so.
2: <laughs> yeah. I love
0: Dalton Castle. I think he's one of the greatest characters in all of pro wrestling and has been for years.
2: Yeah. Man, just if you would have saw him here in Pittsburgh whenever he was doing oh, Indies' yeah. party the peacock. peacock. The
0: the party peacock just oh, tremendous dude. He was enter- <laughs> <absolutely> <laughs> tremendous. It,
2: it was so different than what he's doing in Ring of Honor, but it was so entertaining then too. Yep.
0: Yep. Absolutely. I I you know, I will go with Dalton. I like I I'm yep. a
2: huge Dalton Castle fan. Uh, Ring of Honor World 6 man uh, got Shane Taylor Promotions as the champs versus the Righteous. Yeah, Shane That's Taylor Promotions.
0: Uh, Shane Taylor Promotions. Uh, Shane Taylor was on Busted Open this week. Great interview. Go back. I believe it was Tuesday or Wednesday he was on talking about Final Battle. Um, he would like to take Shane Taylor Promotions to New Japan because he said an all an all-black group in New Japan hasn't been done before. And I am one hundred percent on board with them going to New Japan and getting a run over there. Shane Taylor is another guy that you can put on your list. Like the the roster is deep with talent in Ring of Honor.
2: Uh, we got talent the that a lot of pure people pure
0: don't know about.
2: There's the Pure Championship champion Josh Woods versus Brian Johnson.
0: Yeah, the Pure Title uh, brought back. This is this is what reinvigorated my interest in ring of honor when i watched this when they announced it during covid um hell of a tournament great matchups the style of of the match itself is different than anything some people hate it some people love it i'm a fan of it just based off the presentation that they gave for the tournament um so this this will be a, a classic technical wrestling match which i know a lot of older people like in their pro
2: wrestling and then the last title match of the night, we're uh, going world tag team championship champs, the OGK versus the Briscoes. Listen,
0: the Briscoes were there from day one. We said it already. Uh, OGK, Matt Taven and Mike Bennett. Um, again, also stalwarts, Matt Taven could be, you know, considered a stalwart of ring of honor, given how long he's been there and what he's done in that company. Never really saw him as the true guy. Um, but he had his run with the with the world heavyweight title, and that um, to me, you had the Briscoes win, and they go out on top in this one.
2: Yeah. So that's all the title matches for tonight. So mm-hmm. I'm I'm looking forward to this event. You Definitely know, I don't know if I'll watch it tonight, it. but I'll check it out during the week. Uh,
0: if you're a, if you're a wrestling fan, there's really not much mm-hmm. going on tonight um, from a viewing standpoint. College football's on the on their break between bowl season. You know, no NFL matchups. Um NBA game, you know, you can tune in to ESPN to see Seth Curry break the three-point record. But besides that, the only real competition for Ring of Honor from a wrestling fan standpoint is you is UFC 269. And that's if you if you like MMA as well as pro wrestling. So if you're if you're not, if you're just a diehard wrestling fan, I would definitely go on and purchase Final Battle. You won't be disappointed. Um, and you'll you'll get to get to see some talent that'll show up in, in other promotions, starting you know in 2022.
2: And what is it? I don't even think I don't even know if on our club's full ten bucks or not for the for the month. But yeah, I don't bucks. think
0: it's yeah, I don't think it's that much either. Yeah. So, all right, anything else from bell to bell or anything that you guys want to touch on? No. Um, okay. All right, let's get into drinking a beer. <laughs> Chug, 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 chug. So, I was going to bring uh, this week's segment brought to you by the announcement of Stone Cold saying that his lager will announce on 316 day, <laughs> but Chris stole my thunder and brought that up in the intro. So, um, this week's segment is just simply brought to you by this week's drink of the week, which is the Blueberry Whirl. It's the Southern Tier Brewing Company's milkshake IPA. It's the juiciest, smoothest IPA on the menu. Six and a half percent alcohol by volume. It says, welcome to our shake shop where our brewers have scooped up absolutely ridiculous ingredients and smashed them into our brewery blender to serve up the thickest, juiciest IPA.
2: Smell them hops. You definitely do. Smell so what's, inter- what's interesting? As I'm on pouring this- it, the blueberries coming out a little bit mm-hmm. more.
0: Yeah, what's interesting on the can as well? It breaks down the ingredients. So it has malt. It's a two-row plough flaked oats, dry hop with citra, mosaic, amarillo, and azaka, azuka.
2: That's probably the blueberry. Sounds like Man, whenever we were kids and having to read segment, read paragraphs. And <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like
0: I want to yell popcorn and pass it off to someone. Um, milk, sugar, and then blueberry and vanilla. So they do have that for an IPA. They do have an orange cream one as well.
2: I've had that. I'm not a fan of that one.
0: Well, you definitely get the hops. I hope it's not a strong hoppy taste because by the
2: smell of it. um, I don't think you smell the blueberry. You definitely just smell the hops.
0: I will say this this is by far the best tasting IPA that I've had on this show. And you know me, I do not like IPAs at all.
2: But this is. You like this better than the broken skull
1: IPA? I like the Broken Skull a little better.
2: The, to me, this
0: is smoother than the Broken Skull. I get more of the hops in the Broken Skull than
1: I do this.
2: For me, that's a drinkable IPA, the Broken Skull. But,
0: it is It is drinkable, but uh, for my palate, with, uh, like, as far as taste goes, this is the best tasting
3: IPA okay. that we've okay. got. And to it's not was, even... This was better than the Broken Skull to me.
1: Dad, yeah, you killed it already.
3: Yeah. yeah. I hate blueberry. Blueberry's trash, man. As a flavor, as a berry, <laughs> as a color.
1: Oh, as man. A taste. What? Gosh. <laughs> Cut this man off. <laughs> Damn.
3: Unless it's the flakes in Jiffy mix. That's not Blue- even real
0: blueberries.
3: <laughs> and that's 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 the reason it's good.
0: <laughs> <That's No. natural. laughs>
1: Artificial.
0: Yeah, this guy. No, I, I am I'm all in on this. Um yeah, I would I would get this a couple times over for sure. I, I I got nothing bad to say about this. To me, this is good, smooth, extremely drinkable. Not an overpowering blueberry flavor. Uh, I think it's sweet enough. You know would I consider it to be. You know, quote unquote, on a milkshake level. I don't know how. Yeah, I want to. How much beer. you can you can say a a beer will taste like a milkshake? Um,
3: <laughs> it was smooth.
0: <laughs> give it that. Yeah, like th- this would this this is a this is a thousand times better as a milkshake compared to the peanut butter stout we had last week. Being yeah. a peanut butter stout, like yes. they did a way yeah. better job matching up flavors and everything else and making it into what they said compared to that one last week. So. For me on a sumo scale, uh one to five sumos, I'll go four sumos for the for the blueberry whirl.
3: Okay. I'm down that uh-uh. hill that blueberry's trash, but if you give me one, I'll have another.
4: <laughs>
3: this isn't bad. I'm. <clears throat> I like it. You know,
2: I don't know if it'd be my favorite IPA. Um, but I drink this I I I'll kind of tag along with Jason, I'll have another one of this. Not sure if I'd just drink this consistently, like just grab a yeah, six pack yeah. and have that in the same night. But I'd grab this again as someone that had the orange milkshake IPA at Southern Deer too. This is hands down so much better than the orange one because the orange one just tasted almost just like you were drinking orange juice only. You didn't get any beer flavor. Or any so IPA what
3: out. now? I you mean, might like that
2: one. We need to try
3: that
2: one. Try <laughs> um, so yeah, I didn't really care for that one at all. Um Would actually like a little bit more blueberry flavor in here. Um I haven't really been into the whole milkshake IPA before but yeah you know, I would definitely drink this again.
1: I'm it's a good IPA. I'm going to give this a 3. This is uh the second best IPA I had. Like I said, I like the Broken Skull a little bit better. This is smooth. I'm with Chris. I wish there was more blueberry in it cuz blueberry is my second favorite fruit. But uh yes, I'll definitely give this a
2: 3.5. There we go
0: positive reviewings all the way around for the blueberry world. If you're out and about and you see it, pick it up. Try it. Hit us up on social media. Let us know if you enjoyed it as much as we did on the show. And to good ships and wood chips and ships that sail to seas, the best ships are friendships and friends will always be. All right, this week in sports, um, not going to go into Stiller game by in depth. Um, it was what it was. Um, they are literally the the definition of gluttony gluttony of punishment. If you're a <laughs> fan, if you're a Stiller fan, by the end of a 17 game season, if you're if you're not, you know, just blacked out, drunk, trying to watch games, I don't know what what, what you're doing because th- this team is so infuriating. Um, down 29, nothing to come all the way back to be down by eight to throw a last second touchdown pass, only to have you know the 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 announcers saying move, dropped that pass are completely yeah. wrong. He didn't know no, he, got, he yeah. got punched out. Harrison Smith made a hell of a play yeah. that yeah. on it it that yeah. That's a, that defense. Was
1: all,
0: yeah, that was an all-pro <laughs> safety making an all-pro play. Like that, that's why that man's paid as much money as he is. Um <laughs> but just to have them do that it just I, I i can't like i can't i can't the only reason i i turned it on it was 29 nothing when i turned it on right
1: <laughs> same here cuz i was sleeping and, the first 3 quarters and it was and 29-0. i have
0: i have Najee Harris on my fantasy team it's it's the final week of fantasy playoff before fantasy playoffs if we win this week you know i get some cash money for having the best record in the league so i'm a little invested to see what Najee did turn it on and i'm like oh boy might be in for a long run, and mm-hmm. Najee scored a touchdown. So I was like, "Oh, I'll keep it on." Najee scored another touchdown. I'm like, "Oh, okay, this is great. Let's go feed him the ball some more." And then I, I sat there, and, and by the by the way that game ended, I'm like, "Why did I do this to myself?" Um, it's, it's 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 time to rip that Band-Aid off. It's time to it's time to wholesale rebuild. Um, so he's, Chase Claypool needs needs to be benched this week. Time so out. I'm here, to, I'm here to defend. No, you can't. There's no, no there's you can't. No, him. Him. Yes, no you can't defend. Yes, you can defend Clay. There's Borg. no defending it. How?
3: Yes, you How? can. How? If he was on the sidelines and did that, one thing he is right next to the hash mark where the ball's supposed to be placed. Doesn't so it's matter. overblown. Doesn't it's, matter. Overblown. Doesn't matter. it's overblown.
0: overblown. He lost 14 seconds because of it. It's overblown
3: because somebody else wanted the ball. Run
0: off the clock. 14, he was, he was
3: where he's supposed to be. The ball's gonna be down right there. You want him to run it back to the ref? That's, inexcus- that's comes- what you're supposed
0: to do. That's inexcusable.
3: But the ref is coming to where you're You're exactly at. That's you where cost- the ball's going to be spotted.
0: You right your where he at is where the ball's going to be seconds. spotted. 14 seconds.
3: Because you somebody, somebody else wanted to be Mr. Hero, snatch the ball, and do all that. No, because
0: somebody yeah. else was doing their damn job right and knew that you shouldn't be posing with the ball with no timeouts and 30 some seconds left on the clock.
3: If everybody got to come to you, the position no. where you're downed is no. where the ball's gonna spotted.
0: D- there's no defense, <laughs> that is the worst. Yeah, thing. it's <laughs> defensible, <laughs> it's, 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 it's the worst take you've ever said. It's, it's defendable, he's it worse. No, it's not. You're <laughs> absolutely crazy. You want him to get
3: up and run the ball back to, a, to the ref? That's coming yes. to you. Man. Yes, yes, that's coming to you. Those yes, damn yes, get up and bring the ball back. And to where you, you're? Because you, you the get, ball's gonna be down. That you're where the ball's gonna be spotted.
1: But he's faster than the ref coming there. You run and to you the gotta ref, run back across
3: the field home. to your position. Yes. No, and you get, don't don't, don't. And yes. You get on.
0: The, and then you get on the bullshit afterwards, talking about oh, I knew the situation and this and that. And everything else. situation. So if you knew the situation, your ass wouldn't be posing after catching a slant
3: pass on fourth and one. So you want him to pick up the ball and run to nowhere? Pass the run it to the, the ball. He's running to the ref. He's running to the ref. Or you could have just put the ball where it's a go- where it goes, or just put it down.
1: There's no. It's the same time, thing.
3: Like, with the ball, but it's the same thing. It's put it's it no down. time. It's the same thing. Jay, you're throwing the ball away, and that's you're the you're other literally the only person of on the entire planet because <laughs> I'm the only one
0: seeing <laughs> this world that is this world that is encompassed by because nine I'm the only one seeing that where the ball people. was and you're the where the, the ball guy. was going to be spotted. You know, you know why you're sticking up for Chase Claypool because you're a tall, skinny, light skinned dude. That's I don't exactly why you're sticking too. up for Chase Claypool. Look, I ain't had black. There's no black. reason to defend. There's no, there is no reason to defend him. You and there's no reason, reason to bash it
3: to defend him. There's no reason to bash it. Situational football. Are you football. kidding me
1: right now? No.
3: Nope. Situational. Situational. Nope. Situational. Situational. The ball where he was is where the ball supposed to be spotted. Yeah, he needs to situationally sit his ass on the
0: bench. And realize that you can't do that in that situation. You can do it.
1: The man, the only thing he's good for is fighting outside a bar. You can do it.
3: Trash. Run it back to a
1: ref that's running to you. That's trash. it.
3: Fuck out of here. Trash.
0: 14 <laughs> seconds off the clock. No timeouts. 14 seconds because you want Everybody to. Your- be you want be hero? Snatch the Ball. Your- eh. You want to do your little point pose. Eh. Oh, shoot me on TikTok. Eh. Oh, my God. I'm such a, I'm such a, eh. no. you fucking <laughs> trash. Sit your bum ass down. (laughs) Terrible. Absolutely terrible. I wouldn't start him this week. Sit your ass on the bench the first quarter. Fucking watch the game and learn how you're supposed to play in the NFL.
3: Fucking bomb. And everybody's showing clips of people running clear across the field. They had the ball back. My man's right here where the ball's supposed to be spotted. Get the fuck out of here.
0: No, you're crazy for this take. Like, absolutely crazy. This is by far. Yeah. We've been doing this. We've been doing this show since September 2020, and this, this right now on this day, December December 11th at 12:44 in the afternoon is your worst take you've ever given on this show. The worst take.
3: It's overblown. The issue was overblown.
0: It's not over.
3: It's overblown.
0: You're one of one because you're it's the overblown. only
3: person it. <laughs>
0: you are literally the only person saying. Two or two,
3: because me and Chase agree.
2: The comment section's open. Just putting that out there for people. <laughs> oh.
0: Yeah, clip this, clip this, clip this, and put this out there, and let this man just sit in his in <laughs> his room. You you know what you need to do right now after giving that take? You need to turn the all the lights back on. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be great. That'd be great. Cut the electricity off. Shut <laughs> it down because you don't deserve to even be seen on this podcast anymore after giving that it's trash ass long. take.
1: Terrible. Overblown bum terrible. ass
2: receiver. Overblown. Terrible. Um don't ever bell the bells too calm. You guys gotta throw it in this weekend <laughs> Terrible. Um, Absolutely terrible.
0: Uh, Moving on. I can't believe you just said that. Like I don't, I don't even know where to go after that. Um army navy game is today, college football. Um, my favorite game of the year um i said last year on last year's episode um the reasons as to why but uh it's definitely a bucket list item for me to go to an army navy game um in my lifetime so i will be tuned in like i am every year watching this game um significance of it for me is more personal than it is just a fan of it but as a fan of it the tradition the pageantry everything else that goes along with it and it wouldn't be Army Navy if it wasn't shitty weather uh, every year. They're either playing in a blizzard or pouring down rain or everything else. Yeah. Remember so, the fog last the, year? The, the fog ball was terrible. That was absolutely <laughs> terrible. But yeah, so, but hey, like I rolled up, I woke up this morning and looked outside and saw it raining and everything else. And even though the, the game's being played in Philadelphia, which is on the other side of the state, you knew that it was going to be um, a, a, a crappy weather day. So, um, I'll be I'll be tuned into that. Uh Heisman Trophy presentation is tonight. Um, I fully expect Bryce Young of Alabama sure. to win the trophy. Um, Kenny Pickett is one of the other finalists to pick quarterback. Aiden Hutchison, the defense end from Michigan, and CJ Stroud, quarterback from Ohio State. I I stopped enjoying the Heisman Trophy years ago. Um, it's it's an all-quarterback award. Yes, we had the streak broke with, with Devontae Smith last year, but to me it's just a Something it's an all <laughs> it, it's it's an all quarterback award um period but you know shout out to to Kenny Pickett for being a finalist first finalist since um
1: since uh was it Dan Marina
0: no um Larry in there? ever yeah Larry
1: of oh, Fitzgerald. Fitzgerald okay okay you talk about overall player for Pitt okay
0: yeah yeah first player since Fitzgerald to be invited to New York for the for the finalist and and he was Fitzgerald was robbed in the in the that's probably the biggest oh, Heisman yes, robbery of all time.
1: Yes, it was, was.
0: Jason White from White. Oklahoma <laughs> winning, winning <laughs> the fucking Heisman Trophy. Winner. That's as bad as Jason's chase Claypool take. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, that, that was um, terrible. Absolute garbage there. Uh, as I mentioned before, Seth Cur- Steph Curry, going to looking to break Ray Allen's all time three point record. <laughs> Uh, he is ten shy of the record. He plays his brother in Philadelphia tonight, and um, from my expectations, Seth will be bombs away from three pointers, just so he can hold that over his brother's head. <laughs> Sit down at Thanksgiving. Then, oh, hey, you remember I broke Ray Allen's record against you in Philadelphia? Like I would, that would be the ultimate flex, you know, moving forward uh, to have over your brother. So, um, and he's done it in like. I don't know, almost 700 games less. Like, I know everybody talks about LeBron and everything else as far as, you know, being the role and everything else. But to me, Seth Curry or Steph Curry has been the most influential basketball player in a game of basketball since Jordan, the way that he's changed the game completely. Um, you know, I coached youth sports and they, I had – Fifth grade basketball players just shooting three pointers nonstop because of Steph. Like the impact he's had on the game over the course of his career has been unbelievable. Were they legit three pointers or
3: were they foolish three-pointers?
0: No, it was it was like middle school gym three pointers that they shouldn't have been shooting. <laughs> the know full court, someone throwing from anywhere.
3: <laughs> no look. <laughs> yeah, like <laughs>
0: But no, I mean, any you've seen it over his course of the time in the NBA, like the the way the game the game is played outside in now, and it's no longer <laughs> inside out. So, um, kudos to him for whenever he does break that record. And UFC two sixty nine tonight, huge card, um, big time card. I I'm, pro, I'm I might fork up the dough to watch this pay per view tonight because of how good this card is. Um, Got two title fights two title fights uh if you got it up you can read off who it is,
2: read, read off who it is um, yeah, i got a lightweight title fight um Oliveira versus uh poirier any that's uh, gonna be
0: a banger charles Oliveira is arguably best pound per pound in the world dustin poirier is amazing um that is gonna be just uh, to me that's gonna be a banger potentially fight
2: of the year between them two tonight and then you got women's bantamweight champ Amanda Nunez versus uh, Juliana Pena. The Nune-
0: Amanda Nunez is by far the most dominant, pound profound pound fighter the UFC has ever seen. And I'll argue that against anybody. I don't care that she's a woman. She's the best, pound profound pound fighter yeah. the UFC has ever seen. So will she continue her dominance like she always has? I would uh, say yes. I don't know what the odds are on FanDuel. I didn't look at it. But I know the last fight of Amanda Nunez was in, you had to put up, like, Fifteen hundred dollars or two thousand just to break even. Like that's how <laughs> that's how big the odds are. So yeah. like that, that that right there tells you all you need to know about her dominance. The fact that you know she's minus fifteen hundred going into a fight. <laughs> and then you also got Sugar Sean, um, oh Molly against uh, Cody Grandberry. Them, them, <laughs> them two had to be separated at the weigh in. That that will be. That fight will probably give you a knockout of the night. If I had to bet, because that that's going to be just bombs bombs over Baghdad in that fight. So <laughs> if you want if you want to put money for a knockout of the night, that's the money. That's the fight that you put your money mm-hmm. in on, for sure. So yeah. Um, anything else sports-wise that you guys want to talk, touch on? Or uh, yes,
1: um, the local high school football team here in Pittsburgh or around Pittsburgh, uh, Aliquippa, they won uh, the Class 4A title on Thursday, yeah. and they are a single-A school, meaning that they don't have high enrollment in the school, and they voluntarily play up at 3A, but the last two years they've been bumped up. So now, but, after this year, they're getting bumped up again to five A, and there's a big controversy going around and all that because they winning too much, they say. Okay.
0: Yeah, they're mm-hmm. being punished for winning. Um, yes, which mm-hmm. is just a ridiculous notion. Um, I'll, I'll equip a um, as a as a team, as a community, and everything else. Like they like that's what that's what that community. I don't want to say lives on, but you know
2: they rally around
0: it they rally around it it. they rally around it um they have produced some of the biggest nfl names that you've known over the course of the years um you can go back and look at the alma mater that played at aliquippa who went on to have great success in the nfl i'm not going to run through the names now but just google it and pull it up and you'll see (laughs) some of the names of of all-time greats that played at aliquippa uh the fact that you're trying to punish the kids by continuously, continuously bumping them up in class, and all they do is continue to shove it back in your face and win, mm-hmm. um, is something that you know I give them credit oh. for and kudos for. Like,
3: does this that notion,
0: does notion that, does that that really high school football? Yeah, it does because what they're trying to do, and you, you you've seen it, you you see it around with other districts. Um, Willow Hills is an example of it. Um, because they're being demoted down to 3A. Yes. Um, you see it with like Mount Lebanon, who just won 6A title. There's only four teams in the 6A class, mm-hmm. but Mount Lebanon didn't win shit when they were in 4A. Like you, you see, you, you see the <coughs> you see the movement of the of the chess pieces on the board, and it's set up for certain communities. Mm-hmm. And if you know what I mean by communities, mm-hmm. we know. <laughs> you know where I'm going. You know where I'm going with this. Yeah. Um, to to be punished just because they're being they're successful and and they have, you know, programs that that win, um, you know, have kids graduate the
1: the whole nine yards, um, giving others the chance to win. Right. There was a big so, blowout about it whenever they move. Whenever PA went from four A to six A, mm-hmm. there was yeah. a whole big debate about everything that we're talking about yeah so mm-hmm. um it, like
0: like most things that that cause a divide and, and everything else it's all political mm-hmm. um it's not it's not done in any way shape or form to help the scholastic athlete um to 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 get out and I hope next year equipa goes you know when they get bumped up again because the five they,
3: eight they won,
0: again. i hope they go out there and i hope they win again
1: like, see like uh, what I'm saying is like it's all depending on your enrollment size, right? It's the enrollment size from ninth to twelfth grade.
3: Technically, yes. Yes,
1: but your starters are your starters. Yes.
3: So, I mean, you're not you're not getting too many subs in there. If you can your ass with well, by 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 a lower enrollment team, your team's just ass. So, how does it how happens, does that? They
0: have it, but if you have Alachua go up to five A and they're playing schools like Thomas Jefferson, who has four times the enrollment.
3: Mm-hmm. Like, but that's- them boys ain't seeing the field. You're you, you, you starting 11. You're starting 11
1: at the end of the day. But that's what gets- a uh, principal and superintendent was saying, mm-hmm. saying what if once they get – because they're appealing this, of course. They're not mm-hmm. going to win. It it's sick, sucks to say. But they said that when they get bumped into 5A, they said uh, the moon bench and the Penn Trafford bench, because that's a the team you are going to be going up against, have more people on their bench than they do their high school.
0: Yeah.
3: Like it's it's it, you're,
0: you're you're putting them. You're, but how many people
3: you seen when we play? High, how many people seen on the bench that didn't touch the field? At the end of the day, I mean, you're yeah. not bringing no. You know, You don't have a a a, a, a
1: blue chip backup. And but then, for all, the ultimate, then for all that, then for all that, they ultimate, uh, they shouldn't have classes. Then I mean, but I get what you're have, saying, yeah, but yeah, should have it, on the field
0: play. On the field play, yes, I understand what you're saying, but. I mean, I
3: get
0: what you're your,
3: saying, though, but I'm saying, like, yeah. I get me, it. Like but there's, you're,
0: you're punishing Alaquipa, <coughs> a single-A school, because they, went up because, because they, they –
3: You're not punishing me if they're that good. Just run through everybody and just show you're just a good-ass team. It doesn't matter the enrollment size. No,
1: I – I get what you're saying. I, I yeah, do. Yeah.
3: I I do,
0: but the fact that, that they're being the school that's singled out because they won – 12 single A yeah. titles in a row. Oh, you win too much. So we got to move you up in class. And no, a, how about make the other fucking schools mad better. up and win a game? Like, and like, and there's you a can't good example. Help, you can't help it. It is what it is.
1: Like, and there's a good example like, too. I was watching one of the high school games yesterday. Southern Columbia from the east side of the state, they won 11 state championships. They only lost, uh, they're going on their fifth one. Like they won yesterday. 11 never bumped up at all. State titles. We're not talking mm-hmm. about district titles. We're talking about 11 state championships in 12 years.
0: Yeah, so never bumped
1: up once. Never bumped up once. So what's that excuse? Mm-hmm. And they have a higher enrollment than Aliquippa, but they're still staying. That's uh, double A. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they beat Sarah yesterday, right? Yes, they beat them 62 yeah. to 24. Yeah. So, yeah, I, it's just. It's, <laughs> so you tell me. I mean, you know, I know what it is whenever I look at both teams. Mm-hmm. I can tell what, you know, where the controversy is coming from. Yeah, it's it's
0: something. <laughs> but like I said, you know, um, I hope Aliquippa goes up to 5A next year and beats the shit out of everybody. Yes. You know? uh, this it's year we saw. Just, we saw, mm-hmm. we saw th- we, this year in the Whippy we saw three African-American head coaches win Whippy Oles titles. Um, you know, like. We know what schools are being moved around and bumped around for reasons other than oh, it's just enrollment. Like mm-hmm. we can see it. Um, it's clear as day if you pay attention to it. It's clear as day. So with all that being said, hopefully, you know, they go out there and, and pound everybody. I'm gonna be the biggest Alequipa fan of the year next year. Like mm-hmm. I that's who I'll be rooting for. I don't, you know. Allegiance to the alma mater beside, um, you know, with what he had. But uh, yeah, next year I'm literally championing Alachua the entire way. Next year, so
2: there's that. All right, anything else in sports? Just a couple things in hockey, real quick. Uh, Penn's had a good week. Uh, three games, won all three, and finals. So that was good for them. And
0: yeah, they beat the uh, Capitals last night, three-two. Crosby had 4-2. two assists. Four two. Oh yeah, they had the yeah. empty netter. Yeah, they had the empty and, netter at the
2: end. And beat uh Seattle this week six one. Yeah. So, so Crosby
0: has a, a, a seven or eight game assist streak going. Yeah. Um so he's rounding back in the form. the day when's Malkin come back?
2: No word yet. No Still word no word yet. yet on his. I um, thought he'd
0: be I thought he'd be back.
2: Yeah. They're back home tonight for the first time in like two weeks. So they got Anaheim in town tonight. So we'll see what they what they can do. Um now of uh, Chicago Blackhawks and Andre Flory had a good week mm-hmm. he had, got his 500th win and in the same week also played his 900th game
0: yeah third third goalie uh, all time in the NHL to win 500 career games so yeah. um yeah. kudos to the flower uh, huge huge fan here um you know big uh part of the big 4 so to speak of of Penguins hockey there for a while it was
2: yeah. Crosby Malkin Latang and Flurry um so yeah I, I got nothing but love for the flower yeah. and then uh former GM Jim Rutherford uh who left the pens for personal reasons is back he's was nominated as the new Vancouver president and their interim GM
0: yeah we'll we'll see what he does up there Rutherford Rutherford the only thing you can say about Rutherford is is he builds winners yes he does um, he did it he did it in Carolina he did it when he came to Pittsburgh um we'll see if he can turn Vancouver around um and get them back up you know was is, is is to be in a a valid franchise again
3: um, so yeah uh, Hugh Jackson the gremlin and Jim or Harball's uh, coach of the year i'm not sure if it was Jim or John uh, don't pay attention to those guys.
0: Yeah, yeah, Jim. Jim won Coach of the Year. Uh, AP Coach of the Year. AP Coach of the Year for for Michigan. So um, what's
1: Cincinnati got to do to get anything? Uh, 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 their coach won a national coach. Like oh, won a national. Okay. Yeah. Oh. AP. Okay. Yeah. AP and national are two different ones. You wouldn't win one, you win nothing.
3: <laughs> you would think, right?
1: You would think.
3: <laughs> um, <laughs> even though his job was on the line for the last what five years. <laughs>
0: Yeah and, I know, yeah and I we we talked about Kenny Pickett uh being a Heisman finalist tonight but Jordan Addison uh wide pit wide receiver won, won the the Blitnikoff award um which was given to the college football's best wide receiver he joins Larry Fitzgerald in 2003 and Antonio Bryant in 2000 as Pitt's third winner of the award he had 93 catches for 1479 yards and 17 touchdowns. Ooh. I saw a lot of people on the internet were up in arms that um, the Alabama wide receiver uh, was it Jameson Williams or I forget his name, but anyways, um, oh. that he didn't win the award
1: over over Addison this year. But sucks that had more touchdowns.
0: <laughs> yeah,
1: uh, more touchdowns, right. more yards. There you go.
0: yep um and one other thing just want to just want to you know we real quick um i know we we touched on the the nil the name image likeness uh when we talked about wwe last week um with with that uh they and they this week they announced their their first ever nil class um for their program for you know giving payment to college athletes and that um The whole argument for years that college athletes couldn't get paid because the money would ruin the sport. Um, And I know we're transitioning away to that to some degree with paying that with these NIL deals that college athletes can pay. I just want to throw out some numbers to you here. So Miami, University of Miami Hurricanes this week, hired Mario Cristobal as their head coach. They still had a coach, Manny Diaz. They didn't fire him until Mario Cristobal agreed to take the job, in a backdoor handshake deal, and then they fired the coach. But <laughs> in order for this to happen, right, they had to pay $8 million to Manny Diaz to buy him out of his contract. They had to pay $9 million to Oregon to buy out Mario Cristobal's contract at Oregon. So we're up to $17 million, right? Mm-hmm. Then you give $8 million to Cristobal a year for 10 years, so 10-year, $80 million deal. So $80 million and $17 million is what? $97 million, right? $97 million spent in the University of Miami Athletic Department had extreme budget cuts and people lost their job because they said they had no money. What are we doing? Budget
1: cuts. Mm-hmm. budget cuts budget cuts budget mm-hmm. cuts that's my <laughs> excuse <everybody's laughs> now <laughs> <laughs> unbelievable yeah so the
0: fact that the fact but that you, getting that bad that
1: about players can't get money yeah, yeah. <laughs> come on
0: now you, you just you just shelled out you, you just showed out you know
1: a hundred million dollars almost forecast you, you
0: just showed you just showed out twenty five million this year in order to get crystal ball because you, you're paying him eight you had to pay yeah. Oregon nine and you're paying Manny Diaz eight mm-hmm. So you, ju- you just drop 25 mil this year just to get him in the door as your coach. But yet we can't give college athletes money because it will ruin the sport and take away from the amateurism of the sport. I out of here with that bullshit.
2: <laughs> we totally start dropping departments because of budget cuts. Everything. Everything's budget Everything. cuts. Yeah. Everything. All right. That's it for this week in sports.
0: Let's get into one got to go so I can argue with Jason some more. <laughs>
2: All right. So last week we had the one got to go for Elf, Home Alone, A Christmas Story, and Christmas Vacation. Which one got to go? A Christmas Story got to go. I say all
0: the time, I say all the time that this week was spent a lot of soul searching as far as whether or not I'm going to divorce my wife based off of her takes from our one got to go segment. (laughs) This week may have been one of the the longest weeks that i spent the most time contemplating that based off of her choices for one got to go. So
2: did she kick a Christmas story off too? She voted that
0: one or national lampoons Christmas vacation were the two that she would get off the list (laughs) and her reasoning, but her reasoning is flawed. Just like most people's logic is flawed. Her reasoning was flawed because of the fact that she's saying that I've seen those movies so many times I could do without them. That's not the question, it's not the question. That's what most of you <laughs> viewed your logic on. That's not how the game's supposed to be played. Okay? All right, you're, you're taking your logic, does your logic is flawed, doesn't Not the question, it's not Everybody oh my god, logic
2: is flawed on huh, Steve, it's not, exactly. 100%, 100%, 100%, 100%. Everybody
0: else's logic is flawed. All right, Donald, we got you this week. What do you got?
1: Sticking with the Christmas theme, we're doing uh Christmas sing-along songs. So these are the four most sing-along songs during the season, you know, Christmas carolers and all that stuff. So we have Jingle Bells, We Wish You a Merry Christmas, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, and The Twelve Days of Christmas. Sing-along songs, okay? So for,
0: so for me, for me, the sing-along <laughs> To sing along with,
1: the, the, one, sing that gotta along. Go, yes. the
0: one that got to go on this list is the 12 Days of Christmas. It's too fucking long. I'm tired <laughs> of repeating myself over and over again. I don't need to keep repeating myself. Jingle bells. I sing along with jingle bells, but I add in Batman Smells and Robin Lane and A. <laughs> so that's the jingle bells that I sing along with. We Wish You Merry Christmas, classic sing-along song. Rudolph off the Red Nosed Reindeer. My kids are older now, so that one doesn't get sang along with as much as it used to when the kids were younger and growing up. But that to me is a, is a classic sing-along song with your kids. Um, yeah, 12 Days of Christmas, I don't need to repeat you 77 times in order to get through the damn song. I'm out.
3: So uh, the fact that you said sing-along just pissed me off. Because uh, if a clear, if a careless shows up on my door, it's over with <laughs> a whole group.
2: But hey, I'm going on to the door
1: sir.
3: anyway, so what does it matter? <laughs>
2: All you church-
1: yeah, I did you- have a one year. I did have a one year. Oh, and, you probably uh, have it this year, too. Oh, I did have a one year uh, whenever I came home from college and I just didn't want to hear it. So I shut the door in their faces. Ooh, I'm, let I'm, let I'm a
0: carol sorry. show up. Hey, all you church choirs that have carolers out here, go knock <laughs> on Jason's door. Um,
3: hey, I'm sending tickets to Jesus.
0: You're going to need extra holy water out
3: there. Uh-huh. <laughs> There's next T-shirt. Christ in the manger. You're going to meet him. Uh, <laughs> is, uh... hark, hark, the herald, hark, the herald
0: angels sing. You, you. <laughs>
3: right. uh, I'm going to go with "We wish you a Merry Christmas." It's just so boring. Is there even two? Is there more than two verses? It's it's boring. <laughs>
0: So, so you pick the shortest song on this list, and you rather sing along with the longest song on this list from the man that don't like talking. He wants to sing along with the longest
3: song out here. Twelve days is my favorite. So <laughs> really, it is. I ain't gonna sing it, but hey, it's my, it's my favorite.
0: <laughs> that's not what the, that's the logic flaw. It's not what your favorite is. It's the best sing along song.
3: That's what I'm saying. No, that's what I'm saying. I 12, twelve. is my favorite, but uh, we miss you, better care, You got to go.
0: No, that, again, your logic is flawed. It's not which song is your favorite and which song is the best song to sing along with or which song is the worst song to sing along with.
3: I'm not singing along to any of these songs. <laughs> I'm not singing. <laughs> so we wish you Merry Christmas got to go. Good tidings.
2: <laughs> go ahead, Chris. The 12 Days of Christmas. I don't need a memory game whenever I'm singing a song. told you. And that's all long we- long. Yeah. And plus the 12 days of Christmas, that was my grandmother's least favorite Christmas song. So for her, I'm getting rid of the 12 days of Christmas.
0: Yeah. If, if none of you don't like it, get it off the list. Exactly. <laughs> it's a partridge <laughs> in a pear tree.
2: Yeah, you would. Yeah.
1: I'm with Steve and Chris. The 12 days of Christmas. I mean, it's like a broken record on repeat. I mean, I get up to the fifth one, we're five golden rings, and that's about it. That's the one that everybody that's likes. That's, that's what everybody sings the loudest. That's about it. <laughs> it was like bang, show the five rings, and I'm done. <laughs> I don't even know what's on. I have no idea what six through twelve is because I just quit right there. So, <laughs> <laughs> twelve days of Christmas definitely got to go. Yeah, I'll be interested to see what the fan vote is out there this year,
0: whether or not people use the right logic. Because I got a feeling people are gonna be like that dumb mark sitting on the bottom right-hand corner. Right oh Oh, this is my favorite song. No, it's not the song that's your favorite. If I were to sing worst...
3: along, I'd sing along the 12 days of Christmas.
0: That's why you're wrong. It's the worst song to sing along with out that list. And your terrible. your
3: your infantile Batman Smells take that can get off the list too.
0: Oh, you're out of your mind! That's the best version of Jingle Bells. Are you kidding me? Third hey, grade. At hey, last, you remember. You the still word? say it now. You still there. I can do. go through the whole song, and remember <laughs> every do. single word. Batman <laughs> smells. Robin Lake. La, La 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 Batman la la Batman la. Jingle bells, lost a whale, and Joker got away. Hey, Jingle <laughs> bells. See, I can do it all.
2: Don't matter. The best we, song might some, we might get some deals down the road, but record deal is not going to be one of them. Tune in next year for a Christmas album. (laughs) Everybody gets a Christmas album.
0: Everybody, like Oprah. we are giving away Christmas albums to everybody. All right, that's this week's One Gotta Go. Final thoughts. Let's jump into it.
2: All right, guys. Thanks for tuning in to episode 66. Before we send things home, make sure you subscribe to our YouTube channel and hit the bell so you get notifications when we go live. Like and follow us on Facebook and Instagram and Twitter at Dumb Marks Pod and don't forget that our audio only edition of the show is available on all your favorite podcast platforms. Support the show by telling a friend about us and purchasing our official merch at prowrestlingtees.com/dumbmarkspod. Yep, and everybody
0: that everybody that provided feedback on the show last week, we appreciate you guys. We love you guys. We're trying to continue to evolve and improve the show um, as we move forward in this podcasting landscape. So keep the suggestions and the criticisms coming. We take up. feedback anytime. We'll continue to throw that out there over the course of the next couple of weeks um, as we get ready to kick off, you know, twenty twenty two. Uh, got some new things brewing on the back end um, that we're we're going to try to to hopefully, um, you know, evolve the show, make it better for you guys and, and continue to have you tune in and support us on a week to week basis. So we appreciate you guys. We love you guys for doing that. Um, anybody
3: got anything else? Final thoughts wise. Whoever suggested me and Chris or me and Steve be on the bottom. I hate you already. <laughs> <laughs> Looks different, huh? Yeah. I'm <laughs>
2: change it up a little bit. <laughs> you know what that is? It's called laziness because I didn't change it over before the during the pre-production meeting.
3: <laughs> Lazy booking. Lazy booking.
0: Lazy booking. <laughs> Absolutely. All right. Anybody anybody got anything else? If not, I'll go, I'll go into wrapping up the show this week. Go ahead. Nope. All right so um unfortunately uh, news broke late this week. Um, I believe it was yesterday or Thursday. the um, Marius Thomas wide receiver former wide receiver at the Denver Broncos passed away at the age of 33 um, one that's way too young to 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 be you know having somebody pass away um but I think the biggest takeaway from what I've seen based off of the last couple of days, with stories being shared and everything else was the amount of lives that he's touched in the 33 years that he was around on this earth, living life. Um, you know, a lot of people don't realize their impact until they're gone and we don't really appreciate people enough until they're gone. Um, so, you know, thoughts and prayers go out to him and his family, especially around this time of year. Losing a loved one around the holidays always makes it harder than, than usual, even though it's not easy at any time of the year when you, when you lose a loved one. And with that being said, I just want to share a quote by him that was in the Players' Tribune. It says, as men, as athletes especially, we don't like to talk about love. We talk about brotherhood and all that, but not love. But it's the most important thing in a child's life. More important than the kind of school you go to or what neighborhood you live in, or even if you grow up around drugs and violence. If you are loved, you you'll, you will make it out. So with that being said, from a wise man that was gone too early, let's try to love one another more, especially, you know, around this time of year, but just in general. Um, and you never know what that that love can mean to somebody that you're giving it to and, and what they can do with it and where they can take it based off of just you showing them some love, taking some time out of your day. So that being said, we love you guys for tuning in. Love you guys on the show, even though, Jason, you gave the worst take ever today. And until next time, you're a Mark, I'm a Mark, tell a Mark, and y'all can catch us around the way.